welcome to Directly to You. It's our podcast. We're Fanatics 4. I'm AJ Fanatics 4, joined by Parker, also Fanatics 4. It's a show. You can support the show by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4 or twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4 and give $4.99. Or if you're on Twitch, you can link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. You get a free subscription, courtesy of Jeff Bezos, and you get all the stuff that everybody else gets if they give $4.99. What is that they get, you may ask? They get access to the supporters only Discord. They get loyalty badges. They get emotes. They Mm -hmm. get free switch keys from time to time. And they get to say yo, yo, yo to Duncan. And Mm -hmm. I never gave Brad a a slogan, but it's too late now. You know, you say (laughs) hi, Brad. (laughs) True. But anyways, you can join our Discord regardless of if you give us money. You just don't get access to the supporters channel, but it's still cool. You know, you can still talk to people, you can still play games, you can still ask us questions for the podcast. Which, if you listen to it on audio services like Spotify and all that stuff, you know, I got beef with you because every time you tweet out the 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 podcast, mm-hmm. you're like. And you could do at first you didn't tweet out the audio <laughs> and then you started tweeting out the audio and then you're like, or any other podcast service. And I'm like, they need to go to anchor regardless because you can see all of the other podcast services on anchor. And it's like hyper. Um, I but- just figure like if people listen to podcasts, like they know where they go for podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, But you got but the like- link. You don't even got to search anything. It's all right it's there true. for you. You just click the button and you're you done. Good it's link. good. Also, Apparently not, because somebody asked me like an hour ago, yo, how come Fanatics 4 is not on Spotify? And I was like, it is on Spotify. And then I had to link them. For, and I went to anchor.fm slash DTY and pulled Boy, the link yeah. and pasted it. Using your own advice. <laughs> Smart can you be? But anyway, uh, nice. we play video games also. We do. Are you playing That's accurate. video games? Um, yes, this week's been super busy. So I haven't played a lot of games pretty much. I've just played, um, Immortals Phoenix Rising, nice. uh, playing more of that, still enjoying it. And, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just fun. To, like, I'm not going to say a whole lot more about it cause I've talked about it already, but it's just fun to like dip in and dip out, do a couple little things. And like, you know, I mean, it's the same way as again, like Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, any of those things. How dare They're- you compare it to Breath of the Wild? <laughs> They're different games. They're totally not. Not even, yeah, no. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's been fun to do that. But otherwise, yeah, haven't really played a whole lot this week just because there's so much stuff going on. But um, this weekend we're going to a cabin with um, us and another couple that we're friends with, and I nice. will probably play like some Jackbox Party Pack games. I think I'm gonna get the S ranked game. The S ranking of Daniel, game. we got to get him on in nine episodes. We got to do Oh, it. you're so right. That's coming up. Here, I'm going to plug in my phone real quick because I just realized it's about to die and I'm about to be in the car for a while. So okay, that's what I'm playing. Cool. What are you playing? I'm still listening to you. I am playing Yu Gi Oh! still. I saw that. Uh, so I can destroy my brother and also Logan. Yep. But see, that's the thing. That's the problem. That's the issue here. Every time I get like good at a game, nobody wants to play it anymore, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> like, just because you win all the time, yeah, that's the idea. But I'm like, that's how you get better, dude. Yeah, that's how you get better. You gotta learn how to play the game. Sometimes you in gotta- with Yu-Gi-Oh online, blah 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 blah. Do you get any kind of like reward for playing against each other, like in-game currency? So. Not. I don't think so. You know? no. Okay. I think so just bragging rights. Generally, when you do online games like in private 
lobbies and stuff, they don't usually give you anything because you could choose it. <laughs> you can. Oh yeah, you exactly. Could be like, oh man, I need some currency. Can you like SD for me, dude? <laughs> You're <laughs> like, so right. But I think even I I say that, but I think Smash Brothers does give you coins for if you. Like, yeah, but I think like the coin. The coins, the coins early. don't mean anything. Yeah. But <laughs> what do they even do? I know you something. Buy, you can buy things um, for spirits, spirits and like, and, okay, yeah. Spirits and the, like the tickets for classic mode and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And but at this point, maybe like I the items really... that help with spirits and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yep, yep, yep. But I can't. Man, really is anybody still keeping it. up with all of the spirits? Because like, I'm sure there's, somebody yeah, is. That, there's people. There's people on Twitter that do it. Sure, there's a contingency, but like, there's, goodness, that's got to be. I have so every much. spirit. And like, I mean, it's definitely less now. You know, like in at this point, if you got all of them, then like, you know, some new ones that's are going to come out. That's every the once thing in a while, that's funny. No, there, there's a lot of new ones. Oh, <laughs> well, really? Like, yeah, but you had to like, you had to be on it. Like, if you want every spirit, you had to be on it and be like, oh, okay, there's a spirit event. I got to unlock all these spirits. So they don't just add them at the same time as new characters. Um, no, they yeah, add them because they they have oh. like the Resident Evil event. Remember, they had that oh, spirit yeah. event and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So. It's like you gotta you gotta unlock yeah. them then dude that's I, th- I think they do randomly populate in the shop though <laughs> so you might be able like it's not i don't think oh, okay. it's necessarily like if you miss if you it miss it your yeah. sol <laughs> um, on my side we said that exact same time <laughs> <Whoa>. omg <laughs> omg uh <laughs> but yeah no i don't care about that that's the thing that's crazy because it's like man you like you're a smash brothers guy how many mm-hmm. how much stuff you have everything thing unlocked don't you i'm like nope <laughs> like there, there's like because there's categories of stuff that like yeah in the challenge boards or whatever yeah. i have two of them or maybe right. three of them mine is literally the opposite because i've gotten <laughs> i think all of the challenge board things except for um i was so cl- the one where it's like complete with a 9.9 like a a classic mode with a uh-huh. 9.9 or something and like a couple times i got like a 9.7 or something right. like that i'm like <laughs> no! so it's really annoying but otherwise but the online i was like i i mean i have barely anything on there at all and i went through whatever a couple weeks ago whenever i played it for like a day um i just went through and used a bunch of my hammers and i was like i'm gonna just get all these ones on the online like, <laughs> i'm not gonna play online it's not gonna happen but i was surprised whatever. it didn't unlock like um because i got pokemon trainer and elite smash on your game i'm surprised oh. it didn't unlock that in there weird yeah i, I don't, don't know. know if it yeah i don't know if it like uh because because the game does have like save data but that's independent on your individual switch but for whatever reason the Mm -hmm. elite smash data transfers over like you can i can get a a character in elite smash that you don't have and they'll be in elite smash once you get them (laughs) it's it's very weird (laughs) it's very weird so out of curiosity did you ever finish world of light yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was just... I was very disappointed. Because <laughs> the only reason why I finished it was because I was like... Because I know Sakurai was talking about, oh, we're not doing cutscenes this time because people yeah, just upload right. them on YouTube and blah, blah, blah. But then there were cutscenes, but all of them suck. They're like three. They're like all <laughs> stupid. Super generic. Yeah, like, the only one that's know. cool are ones, I guess, are the ones that we saw before the game even came out. So yeah. it's like... Come on, man. Yeah. It seems like a silly reason, the whole like, yeah, not... Just because they're gonna leak online, like what? Yeah, honestly, whatever. The people, there's plenty of people that are just gonna ignore them and not watch them online, and then they'll enjoy them, you know, regular. So, yep. But nevertheless, yep. um. But speaking of Smash, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sephiroth, you been playing him? 
Yes, I have. Um, nice. I'm kind of disappointed. Not in the character. I'll get to that. I'm okay. disappointed that the, the the unlocking him wasn't harder. <laughs> 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 because it was like how... But Sakura always does this, and I'm always talking about that too, where it's like, Sakura got propaganda, dude. He's And again, I don't know, maybe it's just for me, or mm-hmm. and also people like me that are like, good in quotes at this game uh-huh. um and i say that because there's like people like people think i'm good but like there's freaking people way better than me right yeah. <laughs> you know like i um, mean like me for example come on yeah exactly clearly <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah like i just thought that it was gonna be harder i i beat him uh i beat sephir and i didn't even like try to cheese him a lot of people that i'm seeing fight uh-huh. him like try to get him by ring out um, so is he pretty much, I mean, I haven't seen any of the footage. Is it pretty much just like level nine Sephiroth kind of a thing or like, I would say he's maybe like a level little bit 10. harder than level nine, but I don't know. I don't play stamina mode, so I don't know how they play. Oh, like that. I see. Yeah. Um, so it's like, um, so very hard. You're at, it's weird because it's like the first time I did it, he was at 150 health. And mm-hmm. on very hard, but usually he's on 200, I think. Or at least it seemed like to me, you beat him the first time at 150 on very hard. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back at 200 at, on very hard. But I saw Bob do it and it just randomly switched. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, that's weird. So weird. It's very strange. Um, but I beat him the first time. So I, I fought him uh, my first time. I did it on stream. Um, yeah. And I fought him the first time with Min Min. And then I like barely lost. Like we both, he beat me by stamina. He was at like 30 health or something like that. And then he knocked me out. Then I fought him again and then I beat him. But then I was like, okay, I got to beat him with Pokemon Trainer because Pokemon Trainer is my main and stuff. And I was also on stream and I could not beat him with Pokemon Trainer because Charizard's stupid. So yeah. it's like, I was like, okay, I'm not doing this on stream because I had to like figure out like, don't switch to Charizard. <laughs> so after I got all stream, I beat him with Pokemon Trainer. Yeah. Um, but that's the whole thing because like, charizard even if i'm not trying to hit him with flare blitz i'm taking 12 percent just trying to come back to the stage so it's like i'm killing Wait, myself flare blitz <laughs> damages you? for yes. some reason i never caught that oh, yeah it I takes mean, 12 health every yeah. time you do that's why i'm always that's one of the many reasons why i'm always talking about flare blitz being garbage because yeah. all you have to do is shield it and if you shield it just for using flare blitz i take 12 health then you shield it. I go in the hit stun. It bounces mm-hmm. me off of you. So it tees me up to get hit by another smash attack directly yeah. after that. Flare Blitz is garbage. Um, <laughs> so basically what I had to do was like, okay, I'm just going to be Squirtle. And then I'm just going to stay in his face and not let him do any of his stuff. And then camp him out with Ivysaur. Um, and it was pretty easy. But other than that, looking at the character or before the character came out, I didn't know where he would fall because we didn't see anything from him as far as like there is it's not it wasn't really easy to like get a gauge of like how fast he was and that Mm -hmm. was really the the end all be all for him because it's like if you're slow and it doesn't even matter what tools you have in ultimate it's very rare and by very rare i mean it happened maybe once for a character to be slow and not suck Mm -hmm. and i would say the only character that's slow and doesn't suck is rob and Mm -hmm. rob is also kind of not even slow like he has aerial mobility is Wario slow? No, Wario's well. He's he's kind of slow on the ground, but he's okay. fast in the air, yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, like Wolf, right? Wolf uh-huh. is slow on the ground, but he's fast in the air. So it's mm. like if you have one or the other or both, chances yeah. are you're going to be good. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you're slow in both regards, it's it's not going to happen for you. You can be like normal speed, like Min Min. Min Min's mm-hmm. normal speed. She's not really fast, but she's not really slow either. Um, and that's where Sephiroth ended up falling like he's not 
Uh, fast but he's not slow um Mm -hmm. and he gets faster on the ground when he has his one winged angel form or whatever Uh um but he's slower in the air which is weird i don't know that is weird is it very stupid (laughs) because of the fact that he has the third jump like like, it it feels yeah that's probably why balancing wise but it feels like he has like more drag like it's Mm. like which i mean like i guess makes sense aerodynamically or whatever you know like i know lots of very annoying it's very annoying it's like dude you have a wing you're supposed to be able to fly (laughs) dude you're supposed to be fat like (laughs) if anything i would have thought they made him slower on the ground and faster in the air yeah right hey man i'm not sakurai um so is he fun I, to play as though? Like, yes, and that's the that's the only reason why I even care that he's in this game because mm-hmm. beforehand I was very vocal about the fact it's like I aggressively don't care about this character, and not in the sense that I'm like mad or anything, right. yeah. but like I just don't care. Like I know, and, and it was like it's like juxtaposed by like the fact that like you know the weebs and people are like Final Fantasy VII that aren't weebs, I guess, um, yeah. <laughs> are so hyped for this character because he's freaking Sephiroth. He's like one of the most iconic villains, and I'm like I don't care because he. <laughs> He's another sword boy. And uh, like I, I would like always call him like anime sword boy and stuff like that. I don't really care. I know there's people that get mad about anime characters and stuff like that. I don't care about that. I just don't want more characters that are the same as each other. Right. And yeah. uh, that's why it's like, oh, straight up sword fighter. That's boring. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's fun. He's fun to play. I don't know if he's I know usually I I, I can easily say like, oh, this character is gonna be good or they're going to be bad. I don't know if he's going to be good, but I know he's not bad. Yes. <laughs> like that's all I know right now is that he's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to play him a little bit more to to get the gist on where he falls. I think that bare minimum. Um, which when I call a character bad, it's usually that they're like middle of the road or worse than that. Because right. if you're middle of the road in a game with 80 characters, you're right. worse than 39 <laughs> other characters. So you're bad, uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. But I think that he's somewhere in like the top 20, um, which is good. Yeah. Uh, but he, he might be higher than that. He might be like top 10, but I kind of doubt that. I think he'll fall somewhere in the in the middle of that. So here's a question. So obviously with his extra, with his wing, he gets an extra jump and all that stuff. Does it, I said jump. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he's got more like ability to recover and stuff. Do you find that, I don't know. It seems to me like at high levels of play or whatever, that most of the time you'd end up dying by like, you know, getting shot off the stage or whatever, where like DIing down is more important than being able to recover up. But like, does, if somebody had like perfect, you know, like super, super good recovery, but they weren't that great all around the rest of the way, like, is that, is that much of an ace up their sleeve? I guess is what I'm what trying to What do you mean ask. for like the character or the person? For the character, like uh, King so, K. Rool, for example, if he could his- fly infinitely up, you know, something like that. No, nah, he would. Ju- he would still be bad. He would just. Okay. Li- they yeah. would just live longer. And, right. Like especially like King K. Rule specifically, he would just get beat up longer. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. but for um Sephiroth specifically, I don't know if the jump. I mean the jump, especially like higher levels of play, your recovery being good is usually like how versatile your recovery is. Not so much how easily it gets you back to the stage. Sometimes those things are right, exclusive, yeah. but not always. Um, yeah. with. Sephiroth, I don't find myself using the jump to recover because his up B is stupid. Like his up B can recover mm-hmm. from very far. The jump just helps you mix up your recovery and just say like, right. ah, you thought I was coming back then, but I'm not. <laughs> or comboing people because his up air is also very dumb. It's like, it's huge. It's, I mean, he's freaking- I mean, he's got the giant he sword. He has the giant sword. Uh, <laughs> but like you could like, 
one of the first things I did, I dash attacked, uh, I was in trading mode and I dash attacked the link and I up aired him and I up aired him and I got on a platform and I up aired him again and then I upbeat and he died. And it was just like, okay, well, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> this, this yeah. character uh, is interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. Also, I said on Twitter and I, I wanted to like um, specify that I meant like mechanically, but I didn't want to be petty, so I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say that. But I like tweeted that I was like, "Oh, I get him now," and I didn't mean like, "Oh, I understand why people like him so much," uh-huh. which I think that it also could be read like that. But it was more so like, "Oh no, I get what they want you to do with this character." Yeah. And his whole game plan is trying to make you shield, <laughs> like because if you shield it puts you in a 50 50 either he can break your shield or he can grab you because his down smash like you could down smash two times and the shield broken uh yeah. so like you just hit them a bunch of times with his little like freaking snappy fireball situation and then mm-hmm. you down smash them when they try because they're going to try to randomly shield to block the the circling fire <laughs> right uh so it's just like when you can wall people into certain options that's like a straightforward game plan that's like okay i know what i need to do here and they're mm-hmm. like people that are good are gonna like deviate from that um mm-hmm. but generally if you're fighting people that are like not good just hit them with the side b and make them shield and react to that <laughs> like that's his whole game plan and also like he has so much range so it's just like yeah. you could fight people from far and just out range them it all sephiroth um so obviously Sephiroth, all that stuff. Then they also announced some other things like um, Mii Fighter costumes, specifically Gino was one of them. Right. Uh, any thoughts on any of the stuff that's not Sephiroth in all that? I'm sad. And et cetera, et cetera. Because the character, oh, and that's the other thing. I think his stage is probably going to be legal um tournament wise mm, hmm. there's there's like some it's just like debate. a platform and two platforms on the side yeah right? yeah, yeah. Like that. yep it's Do basically Kalos. It just... no it's it's like pokemon stadium uh Kalos. it's like the okay the, right yeah yeah our pokemon league or whatever mm-hmm. um it's like that stage but with no wall and yeah. i think it might be a little smaller um but the only like argument again because usually when stages are legal is because there's some sort of like cheese to it or mm-hmm. like obvious stuff like oh there's a freaking giant pokemon that attacks you <laughs> like that type, type of stuff but also there's stuff like bob is upset about this one specifically like um castle siege the fire emblem stage mm-hmm. it has a slope and that breaks mm-hmm. certain moves so like if there's like some sort of like weird yeah. jank with the stage that consistently breaks a mechanic competitively they usually ban that stage yeah. but there's not really anything like that the thing that people are saying might make it illegal is that it's visually distracting but i don't know if i agree with that because mm-hmm. there's like bayonetta stage her stage is like no like <laughs> this stage will never <laughs> be lit because there's so much crap going on yeah, right. but like there's not that much stuff that's like super distracting in is my it i didn't watch the whole presentation i just watched some bits of you get streaming um mm-hmm. Is it a moving stage? Like it transitions no. between things? Well, or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like in the background, it moves. It, okay, it's like gotcha. going through, like, yeah. I think it's like something to do with the plot of the game. It's like mm-hmm. a freaking meteor coming down and stuff in the back. It's like Final Destination. Like, you ever see Final yeah. Destination? It's sort of like that sort of vibe. You never saw gotcha. Final Destination? Not the, the movie. Stage? The oh, stage. Okay. I thought you meant the movie for some reason. I no. Was like, no. Yeah, the yeah. Stage. Final Destination. Yes. <laughs> so, like, that's like similar vibe to that, mm-hmm. but it's brighter. There's yep. like a, a segment of it that's just really green and yeah. there's like explosions and anime magic happening in the background. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like the worst part about it, which I didn't think it was all that distracting. So 
who knows, man. Yeah. The other argument that I don't know if it's going to get much uh, weight is people are like, but what about colorblind people? And it's like that people posting images of like, well, this is what it would look like for mm-hmm. them. And it, it just looks grayscale. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, that's I tell you. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious about that kind of thing. Cause that's um, so Rob from rules to review, he's colorblind, mm-hmm. which is, so he'd mentioned so what like, kind? Um, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what kind it's maybe red and green. Apparently, there's a whole spectrum of that. Apparently, yeah, I, I didn't know. But so he was saying, like, when he first saw Hollow Knight, like, he played a little bit of it and just saw the first bits of the world. Um, and he was like, this game is like really monotone and boring because, <laughs> like, the first couple areas all had color spectrums that um, were in his colorblind spectrum or whatever. Right. So, like, where, like, it is pretty diverse, I would say, but. For sure, if it's like, well, it's using the colors that don't look like that. So I'd be, I'm always curious now that kind of thing. Like, you know, how do these? Well, I would say, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm always curious because I don't think about it a lot of times. But now, like <laughs> that you mentioned it with that, like I am curious. Yeah, what does that look like for, for me? Yeah. colorblind. Uh, but the other thing, the the update is not fully out yet, <laughs> right? <laughs> which, yeah. which upset me because <laughs> I, I spent like I don't know, like 25 percent of the stream after he came out being like, where are the patch notes? And then it just eventually was like, oh man, because that was like the thing that I yeah. like still care more about than Sephiroth. I was like, mm-hmm. I want to know how the this affects the mm-hmm. game at large. I don't really care about him like that. You know, like I'm not going to main this character or whatever. I want to know what's going to affect me. <laughs> yeah. Uh so that is not fully out and I'm assuming they won't release the patch notes or change the balance at all until mm-hmm. the, 22nd, the 22nd, which is weird because Sephiroth is in the game. So you I agree. They would still change the balance to account for that. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I'm not Sakurai dude. You're not. Oh, I thought this whole time. I wish, man. You were so. Wish. <laughs> there would be like seventy less characters in this video game. A <laughs> hundred more Pokemon trainers. No, 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 no. There, there just would be way less characters because it makes the game annoying to play. Because <laughs> you gotta learn eighty matchups, and yeah. in Pokemon care, in Pokemon trainers' case, you gotta learn that three times over. So it's like, ugh. it's true. Ugh. Um. So yeah, there's that stuff. Uh, and Gino came. Everybody's sad because he's not yeah, probably going to be an actual. I don't know why. I legitimately thought he was a me fighter, I guess, in... In Smash 4. 4, okay. I definitely thought that he was already uh, a me a fighter me in yeah. this one as well. But I like... thought you were going to say, I thought he was a shoe in I was like, how? I don't understand why people <laughs> no. think he even had a little bit of a chance. Because like... I mean, I it's one of those things where like, you know, they surprise us all the time. So I... I if it happened, I'd be like, all right, what a surprise, I guess. But at, yeah, I, I definitely don't think it's a shoe in by any means. Yeah, he would be one of the characters that I would be shocked by. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of characters that, like, in hindsight, there's not enough legacy or relevancy quite. Yeah. It's like in the kind of Venn diagram of mm-hmm. neither of those. So, like, whereas obviously, there's and some it's like, like it's, it's, well, I guess that also plays in the relevancy, but it's like, yeah. he has one game and right. he's not even the star of that game. <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, if, yeah, because he's just not like an icon in the same, I think people have turned him into one for sure. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people love him and that's great. Um, but as far as like just, 
the general masses and stuff like that. It's not like duck hunt dog or something where everybody's like, yeah, I know duck hunt dog. I haven't seen him in 30 years, but, but I know duck hunt dog. Yeah. And I, I, it's also a thing of like, can he be mechanically interesting? I think that right. that's the two main questions that they ask themselves. It's like, how iconic is this character? Do people yeah. care? Would they be fun to play as? You know, mm-hmm. it's like I don't know about yeah. Gino. I don't know. I mean, he probably could be, but I don't I know if he would so. be especially fun. You know, like, I feel like a lot of characters from turn-based RPGs could could end up being pretty fun, just because you end up having a. I mean, I I still haven't played Super Mario RPG, so I don't know, but um, you end up having just a lot of different kinds of moves that you can do throughout the span yeah. of the game. So like that translates over fairly well, I feel like, to being interesting, but. Um, but what is interesting too is Doug Bowser saying literally nothing in this interview with uh, Polygon. <laughs> I pulled the whole thing up. Trained, yeah. I know. I mean, we're not going to go talk about it for forever because literally, like all the questions that were asked were pretty much like he gave zero no new things. Answer to it, yeah. um, you know. So I mean, I'm still glad that like we were talking just the other week about how like we wish Doug Bowser and Furukawa and stuff were a little bit more front facing mm-hmm. um and this is some of that as well you know having interviews but i mean he was asked about things like the switch pro and he i think the answer to that was something within the vein of like we're always considering new hardware but it, actually he didn't even say that it was like the the switch is performing so well right now <laughs> like i, I the, <laughs> see, is, this is I, like i never even looked into this interview no. Like I knew that it happened because of all the videos mm-hmm. and news articles and stuff. Yeah. And I hated so much because people took that comment and were like, no Switch Pro. And it's like, they said the same thing immediately before the freaking three new 3DS and like Switch every Lite. new hardware thing yeah. they ever do. They're like, oh, now we're happy where we're at. And then a month later, here's new thing. <laughs> I think like, the thing is, I mean, it's like, obviously nobody wants to, that's not the way they want to announce the thing that's going to happen if it's going to yeah. happen so like i think we can just never expect really the what i wish had happened was that since polygon had this interview with doug bowser i kind of wish like i know that they want to have the breaking news of he said the switch pro was happening so i get that for sure and mm-hmm. they want to ask all the topical questions in case he answers them but knowing that he's not going to it kind of would be better stuff that you think you're going to get an answer yeah like <laughs> ask like, stuff about the past more interesting stuff as to insight into nintendo and how they operate and stuff like that mm-hmm. i think that would be way just more interesting in general because we would actually get some you know content out of it Whereas I don't think any of this disproves literally anything. I think it's just kind of, uh, you know, a big old nothing. Um, but still, you know, fun that Doug Bowser's doing stuff. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Uh, but yeah. Um, but the last big news bit that we're probably going to spend a little bit of time talking about is we had an Indie World presentation this week. We did. And Man Alive. Um, it had a bunch of stuff in it. So it that's did. fun. <laughs> um all right so i'm just gonna the new way that we're doing things i'm gonna say all of them and then we'll just say which just tacos say whichever ones we want to talk about so among us spelunky and spelunky 2 grindstone oh wait we didn't even talk about among us we gotta talk about among us um among us is cool everybody's excited about the game uh i'm down to play more but like 
also whenever i smash brothers is is devious dude <laughs> every time they're just like i'm gonna play more of this uh-huh is like but guess what though <laughs> <laughs> no you're not <laughs> you're not <laughs> you're not even a yeah. little bit um but i mean eventually i gotta download it i'll download so- I have a question about Among Us. It says four to four to ten player, which I didn't know you could do down to four player for some reason. I thought you could only do five player. Um, so that's good to know. I'll maybe I don't know. It says four to ten player local or online. What does local look like? Like I assume it's multiple switches. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Because I was gonna say like that would be cool like if it. there was some way to do it on one switch, but. I don't. I don't know how you would. Yeah, I don't think it there's a make good any sense. way to do it on one switch. Like other than like we're gonna put a divider on the screen. Everyone can only look at their. Part. Or maybe like, there's maybe they. Well, no, I could, I couldn't see them do that either. Yeah. I was about to say maybe they would like tell people like if you're playing locally, like you could just do it on your phone. Like some people. Play yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's something. Yeah, like Jackbox Party Pack or whatever. But yeah, but but just literally like the game is on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not even like a companion app. It's just on your phone already. <laughs> so for this Switch game, we're gonna just have you open your phone, um, download them, turn off on your the, Switch. Uh, yeah. Don't even think about your Switch, but you're still you're still playing it. <laughs> Thank you for buying it. By the way, yeah. No, it's cool. I think what's funny about this, like, it's obviously it's a big deal, but at the same time, there's a little bit of me that's kind of like it's kind of not a big deal. It's only not so accessible already. Yeah, it's it, it was a big deal for me because like. Like I said in the video, I hate the touchscreen controls. Right, I yeah. hate that oh, they're sure. so garbage. It's they're janky. trash. <laughs> and I don't use a PC. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing all that extra. Install an emulator and then get the, like edit that emulator so it supports the keyboard. And then I don't want to do all that. That's PC yeah. crap. Like, like Even <laughs> if it's native to the Mac, it's still mm-hmm. the reason why I don't like PC. Is I have to do that sort of like level of maintenance to yeah. be able to experience a thing. Um, when on Switch, I could just download it and it works with the controller that it came with and mm-hmm. I can just play the game. <laughs> like, yep. I think my only problem is just getting enough people together to do it like, because we'll hang out with another couple at a time, but four people is just really not enough. Even mm-hmm. though apparently you can do it with four players, which again, was not aware of. It just doesn't. It's just not enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. At that point, it's like, uh, it was either you or you. No, nope, yeah. not you. <laughs> they kill you. You're dead. And that's it. Like that's, you either win or lose within like 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. um so but yeah it's still that's cool i'm i'm excited to see what pans out with that and um you know other content creators doing things with it because it's we've been uh ashley and i've been sad because one of the yeah one of the youtubers we watch grand Pooh bear who normally streams mario maker stuff and all that but is like he did some fall guys stuff and then was doing specifically yeah more recently was doing among us stuff with the rest of his community and that was just like a fun time to watch because really it's just like watching some people interact together in a similar way that we would or something. I don't know. It's just fun mm-hmm. to watch. But since Among Us has kind of dipped down in popularity recently, I guess, he's stopped putting up as many videos, which is just sad because we're like, those are fun to watch. So. Rip, dude. Rip. Um, but yeah, Spelunky and Spelunky 2 coming next year. Um, cool. Who also, I only know about those games from Grand Pooh Bear because he loves those. <laughs> so that's random. But yeah, I... Uh, I'm excited to, I'm probably going to try those, you know, mm-hmm, roguelikes mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. Seems fun. Moving along. Grindstone. I've heard lots of good things from the Nintendo voice chat folks, uh, Pear Schneider and whatnot. Did you want this? I think I got an email for this. Oh, if you got an email, sure. 
I, it was one of those where it's like, I'm not buying any new games right now because I just have so much backlog already. Yep. But I got an email. Cool. Then I will, I should have done it before the video. Well, I wouldn't have had time before the video. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so what time did I get this email? I'm pretty sure I got it yesterday, but it well, was... there you go. <laughs> Three. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. <laughs> literally an hour. No, um, I got it at uh, three on the 16th. So. Okay. So in any case, yeah, a grindstone. It's a, like a puzzle kind of game. I don't totally know. Like I've seen it in action and apparently it works well, but you just have to watch the trailer. I don't know how to describe it because I haven't played it myself, but it's some kind of puzzler, like match things sort of, but also it's like an action puzzler sort of deal. Mm-hmm, um, I've just heard it's really good, so I'll try it out and I'll let everybody know, I suppose. Uh, Calico was not a fan of this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I love cats. Did not love the look of this game. I don't even remember this game. It looked, it was like watercolor looking, um, but like janky watercolor looking. <laughs> and you, at one point, you were like little and in a cat cafe. It was like you were miniature in a big coffee mug or whatever and like making drinks at this cat cafe and you're also collecting cats but you kind of are like a cat person sort of looking <laughs> thing i think so i just i don't is know is this another animal like, crossing game that's not animal crossing it seems oh close enough um, i know honestly this reminds me a little bit of the video game version of the movie cats <laughs> just oh, in terms God. of like oh i hate this cringe <laughs> I had no opinion on it before, but I hate it now. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe other people are looking forward to it. And if so, don't let me influence your opinion. This is just my opinion. What? My That's opinion what is, you're supposed to do. <laughs> no. I don't want to influence people away from stuff. But if you like this, I mean, let's have a conversation. If you're influencing <laughs> people in, to be for something, That's you're true. inherently influencing them against something else. You're not wrong. Um, Super Meat Boy Forever, finally. Yo, coming out in forever for like <laughs> yeah that's literally a week away so they're less than a week away that's take like notes Wednesday. cyberpunk <laughs> <laughs> you know okay here's the funny thing with that game um is that they did delay it so many times they did and yet but they should still... delay it longer <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and i i think it's like oh it's it because they didn't delay like... it long enough for it to be like impactful right because like all that delay did was increase crunch and that like and then them being in crunch is going to cause more bugs and so Mm -hmm. honestly the thing they they should have been like this game is coming out a year from now yeah (laughs) or like this game is early access like because honestly everybody right now is just qa testing for them like Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they're which i guess is what early access is but like that's like people are like, here's all the bugs I found. I'm like, okay, well, well, we'll fix that one. You know, like, whereas that's the thing you're supposed to pay people. Yeah, but they're being garbage. I think I think that that's too transparent. I think, <laughs> like, yeah, like I I know everybody wants to give CD Projekt or not everybody. A lot of people don't. I would say most mm-hmm. people actually don't. At probably. this point, yeah. No. But a lot of people want to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're the studio that brought The Witcher and all that other BS. Um, but I mean, like, it seems very predatory. It seems like yeah, they did absolutely. this intentionally, not especially necessarily the, the PS4 like, Xbox they part. Yeah. They didn't make the game bad intentionally, obviously, but they didn't care to 
fix it before it launched because the fact that they had record-breaking pre-orders and the game made its money back already and it's mm-hmm. already profitable that was more important to them the fact that they thought that they were going to make their shareholders happy than the fact that they're shipping a product to people yeah. that are going to experience this product it's not just about uh like oh man our shareholders really like us a lot because at the end of the day they only care about if your consumers are happy because that's how they get paid and ultimately mm-hmm. it's how cyberpunk i mean that's how freaking cd project Red gets paid too yeah. but they're, they're dumb they, yeah. short-term success for the, the like just wasn't going to happen for them. I think, yeah, definitely. That's what they were the, aiming for. The like limited review, like only PC review kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. like scummy. super scummy, scummy to me. Yeah, because like I I would understand if they said, okay, you could if you're reviewing it on a PC, you've got to review it on PC with this specs or more, whatever. Because that's that you can that, do that yeah, on PC. That, I mean, yeah, that there's a minimum specs. There's a thing. But like, if you're putting this game out on PS4 and Xbox One then you need to know how it runs on those. Or at the very least, what they should have did is exclusively launched it on PC. Yes, right. (laughs) And then bring it to consoles when it's right. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. But uh, back to our Nintendo podcast. (laughs) Super Meat Boy forever. Uh, It took forever, (laughs) but it's here. (laughs) It's here now. I haven't played... Did, did you play it at PAX? We played it at PAX a long No, I played it at PAX a long time ago. Like two years ago. ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. A long time ago. But what's it at? It was at PAX 2020, wasn't it? If it was, then I didn't play it. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't, I don't think it was, to be honest. Was it not? I, I don't think so. Because I, I think they just probably didn't want to talk about it because it's mm-hmm. it was still under development. So they're like, well, we're just not going to gotcha. show up at all. But I do remember playing this at PAX yep. two years ago. Yep. Does it look to you particularly different from when you played it at PAX? uh no not really i mm-hmm. i think that it like they, they kind of like adjusted it a little bit mm-hmm. because like people were like the, the, the eyebrows were raised when it was like endless runner that right yeah like it's you know like curated at all like why, mm-hmm. why am I... well it's endless runner and there was some what sounded like random level generation yeah kinds like procedural of stuff. Generation. that's the word yeah procedural but i mean i think at that they had also that's something that just companies or developers are getting better at doing, I guess, anyway, of like building areas. And it's like, it'll randomly pick which ones you get, but like all of the specific bits are like, like you know, yeah, design. very designed and stuff. Yeah, like um, um, Shovel Knight Dig. Exactly. Yep, Shovel Knight Dig. That was the one. I was thinking about that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's cool. I've never played a Super Meat Boy game, so I'm excited. I think... I mean, it reminds me too. Like I mentioned on my video this week, Wonderland. Download it on my eShop account. Nice. Oh, do you already have it? Yes. Not Meat Boy Forever. I don't think. Oh, just the Super Meat Boy. Well, then I'll. Do I mean, I have. I can hit them up. That's but true. I don't know if they're sending out keys yet. I don't know. I sent. I got a um a, a PR email for the company that does Hoa, one of the other games that shows up in the um later in this in the like sizzle reel and mm-hmm. i just sent them an email i was like hey um and pretty much just like maybe could i have a review code whenever it comes out i know i'm like super early it comes out in april but i just like thought i'd go ahead and whatever and they're like yeah that, you're you're way too early <laughs> <laughs> and i was like okay no worries just thought i'd go ahead and otherwise i'm gonna forget so mm-hmm. whatever but now at least the connection has been made at least so they we'll know see. that you're yeah um cool so super meat boy forever it looks fun good stuff cyber shadow we did play this one at pax it's true it was we did it was a good old time 
that was like one of the very few games that I played. <laughs> yeah. I was very much so like, I don't care. I'm talking about Animal Crossing. That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I like, but I did play Cyber Shadow. Yeah. Game's dope. I'm down. I was no, down yeah, when I great. played it two years ago at PAX. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you like action platformer kinds of stuff at all, like this, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, there it is. Chunche, I, yeah, what are your thoughts about this? Uh, I don't care about this game. I honestly, I was surprised. I like the art style. Um, like, I don't know specifically if the gameplay will speak to me, but like, as I was watching, I was like, this, it just looks good. I, I like the vibe that it has. It's super weird that um, Hat Kid is in there. Like, yeah, it doesn't make strange, sense at all. Very strange. Like, Guacamelee would have made way more sense, you know, just contextually within like the Amazon rainforest or something like that. Like, that's- I know, like, Bob was talking about like he was like how's the licensing work on that and it's it i think it's very much so like early days of like cartoon network of like yeah man we're in the same yeah. we were in the same dorm room man like let me use dexter in my cartoon <laughs> like, like hopefully at least there's costumes that make hat kid like in the obviously in the promo material they want hat kid to look as emblematic as possible like this is hat kid yeah, all this the way is hat kid but like maybe there's a way to make hat kid look more like fit in like oh and now today hat kid put on you know the same clothes as everybody else around mm-hmm. here so. i think the art style is cool though it is i really like the art style and like i don't know how i feel about beat-em-ups usually i wouldn't care that much but the art style is the thing that like has got me more interested in it for what it's worth. Yeah, I ju- I don't care about beat em ups at all. I can't. I can't. They get they're so boring after a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, continuing on. Very, very valet. Do you remember this one? Um, hold on, wait. Oh, I closed the freaking <laughs> It was the one with like you're driving cars and it seems kind of like within, you know, overcooked, moving out kind oh, of yeah, vibe, yeah, but with yeah, little driving cars. Good. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm down with that. I'm down. Um, Fisty Fluffs looks so janky, but like, whatever. oh yeah, I remember this one because I was like, <laughs> is this like a freaking Smash Brothers thing? <laughs> like I, 3D, so it's not. No, so I'm not. I yeah, you can't freaking forward tilt in this game, or can you? Um, I mean, you can get tilted though. So it's true. Yeah, what about three dollars? whatever they they knock down the chair and it costs three dollars oh. <laughs> go out to the trailer so yeah i don't know we'll see how that pans out when it comes out it looks like one of those where if it's done well it could be you know fun and silly if it's done poorly it'll just be silly mm-hmm. um so you know um whatever happy game this is one that definitely has an audience but i don't know if that audience <laughs> is me i'm not super into like um like salad fingers kind of creepy yeah. sort of thing and that feels like right in there which it's is like yeah it's very don't touch me i'm scared or mm-hmm. yeah and i'm i'm not really about that so we'll have to see wh- what the content they exactly got freaking is rabbit teletubby people <laughs> yeah and it's it's a little creepy so i i like i don't know there's a fine line between like what spooky stuff i enjoy and don't speaking of which oh yeah, I'm no, well I'm, i was skipping ahead i'm not mm-hmm. i was gonna say speaking of which i need to uh it's gonna be too late by the time everybody listens to this but so the, the weekend that we're this weekend when we're going away it's mm-hmm. for um chris's birthday my friend mm-hmm. uh and 
he and I like both kind of like some horror movies, but like more like thriller kinds of things, but then like our wives less so. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of like, I need to find some scary-ish movie that we can watch tonight because like, I don't know, it doesn't happen that often. But nobody can give recommendations because we'll have already it's done it by the time you listen. So too late. never mind. <laughs> Reach into the void and give him <laughs> recommendations. There you go. In the past. In the um, past. Were you going to go forward to Alba? Yes. Or... Okay, go for it. Yeah. This game looks dope. I like it. I, I want to play it. It reminds me of, I mean, different art style and stuff, but it reminds me of The Tourist, which I really enjoyed. And this is the, yeah, this is the Monument Valley people. So yeah. this game is going to be good. Yep. My yeah. sister-in-law <laughs> loves Monument Valley like so much. And she she's the one that got a switch recently and was like, I mm-hmm. need some more games for it, but I don't know what I'm getting started. Did you send I'm, her this? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm going to when it comes out for sure. Um, so there you go. It's a fun time. But yeah, it looks like mini open world-ish, which again is kind of what reminds me of The Tourist as well. Mm-hmm. Same kind of idea there. Um, so cool stuff. Next is a Sony game. <laughs> Wait, why? Because uh, was it on Playism, Sony? Playism is a Sony company. I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, so Gnosia. Um, apparently, what what I've heard is like single player Among Us, where there's a bunch of different characters, and I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna read the thing because. I still don't fully understand what this one is. In this one one of a kind sci-fi adventure, a spaceship is overtaken by aliens who can take the form of humans. Uh, meet, an eclectic cast, <laughs> uh, meet, in a, meet an eclectic cast of characters and help unravel their mysteries in a fascinating narrative spin on the social deduction genre where you pay, play against up to 14 NPCs. Okay, sure enough. Overcome your fees, fears when it launches in early 2020. What so, What's the freaking offshoot? So it's not... A Sony company? No, it's but they're they they have something that's like that. Like that's the name of their like. Um. But I I can't think of what the freaking company. I remember is. there was a music player or something. Yeah, too. but that's what I was taught. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like they do like rhythm games or something, and they publish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember they were like there was like articles. There was like PlayStation's going to start publishing games <laughs> on Switch. I remember that. That was like a. I don't remember what they're called though. Year two, something similar to this, I think. Yep. Um, cool. And then there was a highlight reel that, or a sizzle reel that had. Oh, I don't remember what this one even is. When the past was around, uh, which apparently is already <laughs> <What>? out. <laughs> what type of title is that? <laughs> what even is? Oh, I remember this one a little bit. It's like artsy. I can tell just by the name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so it reminds me, I played, ooh, I don't remember what it was called. Was it, it reminds me a bit of like the Gardens Between, that kind of a thing, except for not. It's, it's, <laughs> there was some, there was some game that I played a demo for earlier this year and I completely forgot the name, but it's reminding me a bit of that. So that doesn't help anybody except for me. Um, but there it is. When the Past Was Around, it's like a pretty looking game that you're, it's, what's this genre called? Are you clicking on things? Oh, point and click. It's a point and click point and click adventure. Puzzler, I guess, or something. Puzzler, sure. Sure. Which I I mean it's usually the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like they, yeah. there's usually puzzles in point and clicks of point and click adventures. They're like sure. dumb, but yeah. They're there. So dumb. Um, and then also Finding <laughs> Paradise. Don't remember what that is. I'll take a look in a second. Hazel Sky, Hoa, Cosmocrats, and Trash Sailors. 
I only remember what Hoa is from those, but I remember liking some of the ones that I saw in this. Honestly, and we're about to talk about it in general, this was a really solid, like none of the individual games, I was like, oh, that game, no way, you know, anything mm. like that. But all of them, like besides Happy Game, just not for me specifically, and Fisty Fluffs and Calico, you know, not specifically yeah. for me. But everything else is like, no, that's all. Oh, Finding Paradise. Yeah, that looks dope. That's. Um, I, th- I think that like, especially for a format like this, like with Indie World specifically, uh, since it's harder to be like, oh, that random game by that studio that I yeah. don't know. It mm-hmm. looks cool or whatever, but like, I don't know. You know, like in the same way that like before I played Celeste and before Bob played Celeste, we're like, oh, whatever. But right. Yeah, later, yeah. Like, oh, this game's amazing. <laughs> you know, like you really just need one game. Yeah. Like a known quantity. And there's like four of those because there's right. Among Us and then there's Splunky one and two. And then there's Super Me Boy Forever. Me Boy Forever. And it's and Cyber Shadow. I feel like yeah. it's even though that's not developed by um, Yacht Club, mm-hmm. it's like Associated it's published by and them. Published and, like, so, and I'm sure they, they like have a very like Nintendo like relationship where it's like it's published mm-hmm. by us and we're not making the game, but we're kind yeah. of like helping. I mean, that's like Coat Sync, even with Farms yeah, and stuff yep. where they. Like they told us that like Fogs was developed by, I don't remember, another company. Mm-hmm. And, but then they came alongside them and like supported them with it as they became the publisher and stuff. So like, obviously right. there's indie publishers that like kind of get in the weeds and make sure to help direct it in that same way that you just said, like mm-hmm. Nintendo does. Right. So, right. So yeah, um, I, yeah. I think that this directed that really well. It, and then it also had the like, a good amount of like from the makers of like right yeah Um, i mean i think the other thing too is like in with indie worlds in general is you kind of i guess to some degree just have to or don't have to but can choose to trust the things that like if it's put in an indie world it's probably at least this level of quality which that said that's definitely not always the case Mm because sometimes it just means it's at least this level of quality of proof of concept like I talked about Gleamlight in my video this week and that game was in an indie direct and I could see how if you got just like a vertical slice of that game or whatever term it is but like if you just played a sliver of it it could it could seem like it's better than what the whole thing is just because like you don't know how these three connected rooms play in context of the whole game but then when you know what the whole thing is it changes you know the fact that like, oh, it's super, super linear and all that. Um, But otherwise, I kind of feel like, yeah, like just most games that turn up in these indie worlds end up being at least pretty good, if not great. But then also just listen to people like us who have played them if you want to find out or other people (laughs) get some opinions. (laughs) Yep. So that was the indie world. Yeah. Overall thoughts. Well, how would you rate it out of 10 if you had to? Uh, you do have to 8.57 <laughs> nice yeah i'd give it a solid like eight something like that just because i think the big one among us for me still felt like just a, a non-announcement but at the same time it is a big deal but it's just not like it's such a weird mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know uh dichotomy of stuff but um otherwise this week we also made some videos and you guys left some comments what? on us when we start talking about those <laughs> yeah i you know it's this new thing uh, <laughs> that we thought would be fun uh any thoughts on your video before we get into it yeah man games are great i play a lot of games this year 
dude, and some of them made me stop playing Smash Brothers, and other ones didn't. not. <laughs> That's true. That's true indeed. Um, Chamush, Chamushgu, Chamushgu. Mm-hmm. I like it. Said, I feel silly saying this, but my game of the year is Cat Quest. I know the game didn't come out this year, but the Possum Pack for the Switch did, so I made an exception. But I was surprised <laughs> at how addicting and fun that game turned out to be for me. I pulled this because I like when people have game that, like their favorite games are like not generic. Yeah, <laughs> this is very not. <laughs> so, so it's yeah. like okay, yeah, I never played this game. This Tell one, I've definitely that. thought about playing it before. I've seen it. Um, I remember seeing people playing it because it was like, I think in 2017 or early 2018 or something like that when like good indie games was still just like a novelty on the Switch or whatever that like, oh, there's some really good indie games on here. Um, so I remember Cat Quest was one of the early ones like that as well. And I'm curious though what the Possum Pack is. If it's just like, some additional single player DLC or if it's, I mean, I assume it's single player um, or if it's maybe like, I don't know, more recurring stuff, because that would be interesting if like, say the game is 10 hours, the like base game and they add some DLC. That's like two hours long. Cat that would be quest plus cat quest two possum pack. Oh, okay. So it's with both of them in there. Cause I knew there was yeah. a second one too. That makes sense then. Um, yeah. Honestly, again, like I said, those games always looked cool to me, but I just never got around to picking them up. So they've been on my wish list, so I always see them go on sale. And then I'm like, hey, I'll get something else. Or just nothing. <laughs> I still don't. I still don't wish list things. And I guess I feel bad for that now. Because <laughs> that's like what developers, are always, like, especially indie devs, they're like, wish list. Add us to your wish list. Does that? Interesting. Do you think they use that as metrics to yeah. like gauge? Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I say that and then I think about cyberpunk and I'm like, maybe not <laughs> like maybe, maybe I don't feel bad because uh-huh. I don't think that they should. I mean, obviously they got like companies got to be able to gauge like how impactful their thing may be, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and that could make it better, but it also can make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, eh. If they rush it out because there's so many people interested yeah. and like people are taking or they it just off their wish to be list complicit and they're like, oh, I mean, oh complacent. And they're like, oh, and complicit. You know, I mean, no, yeah, I mean, true. At the end of the day, if you're one, you're probably both. Um, uh, they're, they're like, oh, we already got 4 million people. So who cares? You know, like there are, those copies are already out the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean we got to try to make the game good for those people? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that about wishlist stuff. So, yeah. But I mean, I've got some of my wishlist. Some of it, though, has been on there since like, yeah, for two years. And I just keep not doing anything about it because it, at this point, it's just not. Re- I hate that I want to play games that are just a little bit relevant. Like, I've always thought Owlboy looked just really pretty and looks like it would be cool. But I've also heard just enough reviews that were like, it was quite good, but not like <laughs> as good. Yeah, right. <laughs> So like the, I think it's one of those where like the graphic, like the art style and, you know, sprite art and stuff like that is beautiful. And then the gameplay is like, you know, it's, it's fun gameplay, but there's like, it's lacking a little bit in this area or that area. So there's a bunch of games like that where I just like haven't quite pulled the trigger. 
But Chronically Cal certainly has when he said, my game of the year is probably Spirit Fair. The gameplay is chill, which I adore. The visuals are gorgeous, and the story is a solid 10 out of 10, in my opinion. It made me cry multiple times. I was going to write more and then got to where Parker mentions it, so maybe I'll save my further thoughts for a Thursday comment. LOL. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> I don't think so. I, um, let me go back and check, but I didn't remember seeing one from Chronically Cal on that video. But I'll go and check. Um, but yeah, Spirit Fair is it's so good. I really, really enjoyed it, as you could tell from you know. But you're dead, and that's messed up. <laughs> so the interesting thing for me, though, I didn't. I realized in retrospect that I didn't talk about it in my you know review of it or whatever. The the part about it being as sad and emotional and like that's not, like I talked about you know interacting with the NPCs and um, the characters and stuff, but I have such a hard time immersing myself in death. I think especially games. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but especially games, I have a hard time immersing myself in like the character and not seeing it as like, oh, this game design element and this blah, blah, blah. You know, like shows and movies uh, have a little bit better. That's a twist. You're dead that. inside. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's one of those things where like, I, I would like see moments and be like, this is a really sad moment, but it wouldn't like, <laughs> You know, this my heart is really sad. <laughs> this part of the script is yes. a heart, a tear, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's, I think that, you know, that has nothing to do with the um, game designers. Actually, the only game that's made me cry was, um, was a certain part Barbie's in Barbie's Dreamhouse 3. Barbie's Dreamhouse 3. It's, <laughs> no, uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. <laughs> I'm finding out right now. <laughs> Barbie's Dream House 3. No, it's not. Sad. Oh, that, that's that what makes, makes me cry. Me cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, man, it's, um, yeah, Ori in the, the Blind Forest is the only game that, like, that did it. But, um, yeah, man, if only the forest could see. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? I still gotta freaking beat that game. Yep. It's good. It's fun. It's not super long either. So, like, you could do it in, you know, two or three yeah, plays. Yeah, but play Metro is make me tired. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm um, Alec is baking, says, I'm gonna say something really shocking here. <laughs> yes, you are. My game of the year is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Gasp. <laughs> That's oh. the one with the Smash Brothers characters in it. Oh, that is the one. <laughs> Uh, it was so great to return to characters in a world I grew up loving, but now with the visuals they deserved. The music is amazing, the combat is great, and I can't wait to see how the story continues to change. Yo, yeah, but like Cloud's a jerk, though. I was like, damn, Cloud sucks. Oh, yeah, you played that game. I forgot about <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, I didn't play the whole thing. I played like 10 hours, which is like, you know, freaking... A weeb would scoff at me. <laughs> In that game, though, it wasn't that game not super... I think it's like 30 hours long. Okay. Which, I mean, is, you know, for an RPG, yeah, that's short. But for, like, a, any other kind of game, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, that's For me, me it's it way too long for a game like that. <laughs> like, a narrative yeah. game. You yeah. got me for 15 hours tops. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to be done. I do have a hard time. Like, I'm surprised. Like, I loved Xenoblade Chronicles, too. It was great. But there were also so many cutscenes that it's so, like so long. I put woo. 16 hours into that game, dude. Yeah. That was an hour longer than my usual <laughs> threshold. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just like 
I, I think the worst feeling with the way that I like to play on the Switch, which is just very like pick up and play just random times, um, would be that I'd pick up the game and then like start to play and it would just be a cutscene. And then I'd be like, well, I need to go now. And the cutscene <laughs> wouldn't be done yet. I'm like, well, that was, that was good. And so I think that's really, like I said it before, I think this year with Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition and why I don't think I resonated quite as much with that game as some other people did or as much as I did with Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was at the time of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, that was the only game that I like, was playing at the time because I, you know, it was earlier on the Switch lifecycle, but also like not doing this, I just would focus on one game at a time and not worry about it. Um, so it was, it was easier to like fully focus my attention. Whereas I think with Xenoblade Chronicles, if there was a long cut scene, like part of me would probably be like, I could just be playing something else from action. That something. is like, we should have spent more time talking about that. Cause mm. it's like your first year, like your full first year. Oh yeah. Of doing this. So it's like, how does that, how mm. has that, change how you play games because like i don't even i can't even quantify how it changed how i play games because like it's kind of like a catch-22 sort of situation you know Mm -hmm. like i the channel's pace was set by how i play games (laughs) that almost you know where it's like when we were just starting out we could talk about whatever we wanted really because like nobody was watching it so it's like (laughs) just talk about what people will watch until people are watching and then that's what you continue to talk about you know Mm -hmm. um so i didn't really have to change my habits or anything like that I, i i think that i if i wasn't doing this i would probably play more games but i don't know if i would like spend more time on games that i don't like you know like and i think like that's kind of like the opposite almost of like people what people would expect for people that like talk about games Mm -hmm. not even necessary for a living but on a regular basis for an audience Mm -hmm. um that like you're going to finish the game because like i gotta tell my audience about it Mm -hmm. but like for me that's that makes me not want to finish games that I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I don't want to spend time on this game just to tell people that I spent 20 hours on something that I don't like and uh-huh. complain about how much I didn't like it. I rather- well, and that's, yeah, I guess the fact that we don't really do reviews mm-hmm. is, you know, a large part of that. Whereas, like you said, it makes sense that, like, because that's, you informed how the channel operates in terms of talking about games and reviews and that kind of stuff. Whereas my mindset still is, I think... It, tainted by like (laughs) places that do reviews and that kind of thing to where like part of me feels like if I get a game then I'm like I owe it not so much to the audience like to all you guys like you don't necessarily care to hear about this specific game or this other one perhaps but I feel like I owe it more to the developer and publishers to like do the thing that's expected of me just because that's how I operate in life yeah I agree with that (laughs) But I also, and I talk about this a lot too, where it's like, I put that thought into it beforehand, you know, where it's like, if I'm going to ask for this code, it needs to be a game that I care about enough to want to finish. Yeah. Um, And there's games that like I paid for that I didn't, I probably didn't have to like Kirby, Kirby Star Allies is a great example. Cause like Kirby, that game came out when I like the almost the week that I became a Nintendo brand ambassador. Mm -hmm. Um, So I could have asked for it. 
but I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I and I bought the game, and I was like, I don't like this game. It's not good, <laughs> you know. Like so, yeah. like if there's like a game that like I cared a lot about beforehand, and then it comes out and I don't like it, I'm going to play as much of it as possible to justify that. Mm-hmm. It's like this is why I don't like this thing. You're right. But if I know I'm not going to like something, it doesn't like make me want to play it more. That like mm-hmm. a developer sent me. Yeah. Or, right. I think at the same time, there also have been enough games for me that I um, haven't, that I've played a little bit of. And if I just stopped when I initially thought, eh, I don't know how I feel about this, then I would have felt like I didn't like it. But then once I actually play a little bit longer, like even short games, like um, I feel like when I first started Superliminal, one of the other ones that I talked about, the like way, way beginning of it, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. Like, I feel like the promise is cool, but like maybe it's not going to be that great. And I only got to play like a couple minutes right at the beginning, then I'd go like make dinner or something. Mm-hmm. If I had stopped literally right then, then like, yeah, obviously I would have been like, yeah, this game's not that great. But then when I played the rest of the thing, and like especially towards the last couple chapters of it or whatever, where they start to do some more interesting, not the whole thing has some interesting bits, but when they continue to change what the game's about and all that, then that really, you know, changed my tune on the game in general. So it is interesting, yeah, to think about how playing through to the end anyway, you know, helps me know more about like, you know, what games have to offer sometimes. But yeah, that's interesting, mm-hmm. just how it's different. And I mean, definitely having more games to play makes all this more complicated where like I... I, I already feel responsible for things in my life oftentimes. Um, mm. And so now games can be, can fit into being part of that. Like I'm having fun playing Immortals Phoenix Rising because I already did a video about it. So I don't have to play any more of it if I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there are other games that I do feel a little bit more responsible. Like I've got to go finish my backlog because it was a true or true. something. So like, you you, you kind of almost already had that. Because <laughs> like I just had fewer games to do it with. Because <laughs> I, I never thought about yeah. games like right. that. I never was like, I have to finish this mm-hmm. game. I don't like it or like whatever, but I spent money. I'm like, I, I spent money on this. So I reserve the right to not play it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole, like, you know, finish everything on your plate kind of mentality. That's just spilled into the rest of my life. So it's just a personal trait flaw, call it what you will, but (laughs) that's perspective. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, last comment from your video. This is Grim Hane. Hey, Grim Hane. The return said, of the, the infamous Grim Hane comment. Yep. Um, <laughs> my favorite game on the Switch is Among Us. Hands down, zero doubt, best game for me this year. I feel it honestly saved my sanity with 2020 being 2020. I typically don't like PvP games, which excludes me from enjoying a lot of multiplayer games and certainly a lot of the popular ones. Among Us is one of the rare gems that I love and lets me play with others while also not getting stale. Number two would be Pokemon for the reasons AJ gave, though I've not yet delved into the second DLC pack. It's just a solid game overall, and the DLC was a welcome change in my eyes. Third would be Fall Guys, if only for the social media account. That's literally what made me get this game on PlayStation. Even though it was free on PS Plus, my version of PvP games had me put off it, had me put off getting it. But the social media account, specifically Twitter, was just too amazing. So I snagged game, and it's fun. I wish they would bring it to Switch, and I'm honestly surprised among us beat them to switch but it's still a fun game i agree i kind of thought i I think that it's a contractual thing yeah 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 for sure um fourth is animal crossing which occupied most of my march through may of 2020 i've fallen off with the game but i feel like that's more due to 2020 allowing 
so much time so much playtime early on for the game. Nintendo's been good about providing content updates, but they can't possibly have been expected to keep pace when people could play all day for months and months. And closing out my list at number five is Clubhouse Games. Again, I generally dislike PvP games, but these are just board games. I'd put in, I'd put it higher in my list, except that you absolutely need four people to play, to even play most of the games in this collection. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all of that. Not, I mean, placing wise, I you know, <laughs> but I agree with the assessment on all of those. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, good picks. Yeah, I really, I still really like Clubhouse games. I think it's just a good pack. It's one of those where like, it'll, it's a nice resource to have that like I'm just not gonna use. Yeah, that's, all the time. But it's that's just what nice I to be, got like, Clubhouse for. It yeah. was, it was never a thing of like, man, I'm gonna play so much Clubhouse right. games. It's, it mm-hmm. was just like if I want to play whatever board game mm-hmm. and i don't have the board game i have the board game now you know right. <laughs> like yeah. and you don't have to debate about like so but this is how i play backgammon uh-huh, this is how yeah. i play backgammon. like that's not like, the it's rule just, it's just like the game decides the rules for yeah. us it's right there yeah that was like um so my dm uh, for dungeons and dragons he was saying he really likes to play chess a lot and his nephew i guess is getting into chess and he's like 10 or something um and there's some move that like any higher level chess player 100% knows but a lot of lower player chess players just don't it's kind of similar to the whole uh the king where you can switch the king and the rook move mm-hmm. um but instead it's it's called passing something passing pawn or passing something something um and it the long story short is if if i have a pawn coming at you and you it's in the spot where if you were to move forward your pawn just one and then you could take a diagonal then you can just for whatever reason the rules say you can just move your pawn forward two and just take my pawn as if for some reason you had like move forward one, taking it, and then move forward another one, which doesn't like logistically make sense, but it's just a thing to punish. Like, hey, you weren't paying attention. You can do that. Any case, long story short, he obviously knew about this move because he knows how to play chess. And his cousin, who's, or his nephew, who's really getting into it, um, they were playing against each other. He did that move to him, although they were, they were playing like on online on an app or something like that. And the cousin flipped out, or the nephew, why do I keep saying cousin? The, the dude flipped out. He's like, you can't do it. You cheated. You can't do it. Cause you cheated. You can't do that. And he's like, um, well, the, the thing game let me do it. it. <laughs> it's obviously a thing. And he's like, you hacked it. Somehow you hacked it and you broke it. You cheated. Oh you hacked God. it. And it's like, and he was just like, you need to learn some stuff, <laughs> which is like just so fun when, yeah. I, I am not so much like it's not a direct thing that happens to me now but mm-hmm. that was like something that i only experienced with you gil specifically <laughs> because it's like yeah. the phrasing of certain cards it's like well you can do this thing and like uh, some people yeah. may interpret that as like well this happens first and it's like no this happens in this order and it's because this this and this and blah 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 yeah. and i don't gotta worry about none of that because it's in the game it's like the game right. just sorts all that crap out <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Oh, man yeah that's i i totally feel it there's a there's a card game called ascension that's like a deck building kind of game mm-hmm. um and it has a free app that you can play it on there play it against bots or against your friends or whatever and so i downloaded it on there and same kind of thing yeah it lets you you know do everything and you don't have to think about it if you press something that 
make something else happen. It just does it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, the only downside is every once in a while, you like accidentally click something that you didn't mean to, and you can't yeah, be like, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't mean, mean, I didn't to, mean that. to do like, that. <laughs> so, but then I, we played it. So Chris and I, cause we were both playing it. He got the actual like card packs that existed. Same exact decks that we were playing with on the game. And it didn't keep track of all that. And I was like, I, I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> like I do not know what's going on because um, I had to keep track of so many things all by, my, by my lonesome. Um, but speaking of my lonesome, uh, not really, just me. Uh, I made a video and <laughs> you true. were in it too. And so it wasn't. It's true. It's true. And it's true. it was bad. I was going to do, like, I forgot. I didn't even uh, realize that Falls was going to be a part of this. I would have talked about <laughs> Falls, but it was too late. And I didn't want to, like, do all the extra stuff of, like, making it sound good oh uh, yeah so right. it was like i'm just gonna that. stick to fall i mean stick to freaking i was about to say <laughs> fall guys uh stick to among us mm-hmm. uh but yeah man yeah great fog's cool um some comments cool cool said all around great games not that i'm personally a fan of fall guys but i hope that the playstation deal ends sometime soon for the game's sake i genuinely believe that if the deal weren't this long it would have remained as relevant as when it had launched i know they said that the ps plus offer helped them a lot but i feel like it hurt them the long term time to stare into the void while i wait for sakurai presents sephiroth so i can see what me costumes are being added that's literally (laughs) the only reason why i'm watching it (laughs) that's wild (laughs) hope you were happy about genos and not sad about genos 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 i was like i don't know what i'm doing I, i was just watching um uh one punch man and genos is a character in that so maybe that's oh i mind. see i don't know why this reminded me of this but i was cracking up at alex comment on uh-huh. here about <laughs> about the willow thing of like you like lasering in on that and me <laughs> yeah. being like what even <laughs> like, oh that made me so happy and he's like, that was the most fanatics for energy it's i could true. imagine it was like yeah it's true yeah it is <laughs> very so accurate true. but yeah i i i definitely see what you mean i don't know it depends on how they come back around i feel like with the next seasons and once it does come out on other things what that looks like and all that but yeah it definitely feels like i think a lot of things in 2020 just because of the way of the world have just like peaked super fast and then dropped mm-hmm. pretty fast yeah. as well um, I think Fall Guys kind of lasted longer than I would have expected it to, honestly. Yeah. Um, especially since their pacing last... sucked. Like, they, if they, I mean, for the current, uh, yeah, right, exactly. you know, like scene, you know, because Call of Duty uh, Warzone came out this year and it's on like its seventh season, Oof. you know, and Fall Guys is like on its second and almost on its third. You know, uh-huh. it's like they're teasing their third now. It's like, yeah. Dude. and and a lot of the baseline stuff like custom lobbies is still not in the game <laughs> it's like, right i don't know man i don't know i guess it's, it's just different enough that like the that it keeps people's interest that way you know but like i mean I, yeah i went over to mitch's house a couple weeks ago and he was still playing fall guys so like we pull it up and just like it's pretty low energy i guess as far as like i just play a game or two mm-hmm. um so that probably helps but it does seem like it is dropping out of kind of the social i think i would i would definitely play it more if it was on my switch yeah for me it's like it's not and i say that but the only time i actually played it was during streams i never like of my Mm -hmm. own accord it's like i feel like playing fall guys you know (laughs) and like not even the thing of like i want to stream fall guys it would be Mm -hmm. like yo uh, like i i mean i wanted to play the game because we played it at pax and it was cool then or whatever but 
it's almost always Bob being like, yo, I'm streaming Fall Guys. Get in here. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. But yeah. I think that I would play it just on my own, removed from all that, if it was on Switch. Because it's enough for me to be like, I got to freaking unplug my PlayStation, HDMI, uh-huh. and like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I need a splitter, but I'm waiting until a 2.1 HDMI splitter comes out because I'm be mad if I get one now and then the 2.1 comes out and then I got to buy another one. And it's like, ugh. You know, you know. I know. It's so true. Uh, <laughs> next comment, this is from Pac Blitzy, who left a couple comments, and they were all very fun, who said, Superliminal is an amazing game. There's so many different puzzle, puzzle mechanics that just blew my mind. I agree. It was very fun. And then continued in a different comment, but I put it here anyway. Said, I'm honestly not sure which of these games came out this year or not, but here are a few of my favorite indies I played in 2020. Superliminal, What the Golf. You played that one, right? Oh, my God. They did come out this year. That game's good. I like that game. Uh, Untitled Use Game, also a good old time. It did not. The Tourist also came out right at the end of last year. Um, I've also got a couple in my backlog that I know I love. The Last Campfire, Super Meat Boy, Undertale, and Celeste. Uh, I don't know what the last campfire is. I don't think. I uh, I'd like to check out the last campfire. I've I've had it on my radar for a bit, but it looks like I don't know. It's really pretty. Kind of like little. The, I don't know how to describe it. It you can look it up, man. It looks like a something, but it looks cool. In any case, kind of like a slower paced, um, maybe puzzle game for the most part, I would guess. But yeah, good list. And then it said, "Edit." I'm playing when the past was around demo, and it's really fun. Oh, it's got a demo. Okay, that's good. Nice. Uh, it's a cool puzzle game that was a same day release last week from the Indie Direct. Sick. Nice. I still hate that name. I, hate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, I either really, I either feel neutral about it or I really like it, and I'm not sure. I think I like the name, to be honest. I dislike it. When the past is around, it literally just means an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it gives me very like early 2000s. Uh, screamo song name yeah. vibes <laughs> and i mean we all know me that's that's me you know <laughs> it just feels super pretentious <laughs> like pass mm, when the I pass is around seems like so, like somebody thinks that they're being super deep <laughs> it's like i hate that name so yeah. much and the other thing it reminds me of now that you i can that, see that name in person form is <laughs> the thing <laughs> it reminds me there's a clip in the in the simpsons it's a that ep it's an episode, it's a flashback episode of when Bob, oh <laughs> when Homer, what am I doing? When wow. Homer, yeah, I wow. know. <laughs> was in a barbershop quartet. Somehow I mixed that up in my brain, I guess. He was in a barbershop quartet and um, they're like, well, we need to come up with a name. And they're like, we need something catchy that, that gets less interesting every time you hear it or something like that. And then they come up with the B sharps because um, there's no such thing as B sharp. It's just C, although depending on the key, there could be B sharps. Um, but which is like, <laughs> I just like the premise of like something catchy that loses flavor over time kind of thing. And I feel like this is exactly that. It's like the first time I was like, wow, when the past was around. Oh, wow. And eventually, I, I don't know, when the past was around. Cool, fun. I hate it. So there it is. Um, last comment this is from John Francis. And I picked this one specifically because it'll come back up later in the Q&A segment. Um, mm-hmm. He lists lots of games. Indies for me that I love or in general that I've played. I'm just going to read all of them. So we won't say any commentary because there's so many. Um, 
Enter and Exit the Gungeon, those two games, Hades, Dead Cells, Moonlighter, Bastion, Brawlhalla, Death and Taxes, Dex, Dust and Elysian Tale, Freedom Planet, Grease, Hollow Knight, Where the, where the Blazes is Silk Song, man, <laughs> Hyperlight Drifter, Katana Zero, Mad Carnage, Moon Hunters, Ori, period, he's cute and squish and I want to pinch his cheeks and OMG, Rive, <laughs> Rhyme, Rocket Fist, Shantae, Slay the Spire, Spellbreak, see AJ's video for my feels on this one. Wait, what? Did you make a video on Spellbreak? Uh, no, but I think he means my video from this week. Oh, 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 I see. I see. see. Um, I played a little bit of that one, but, uh, Sardi Valley, the complex, the messenger transistor, ukulele. And I don't know if Octopath Traveler is an indie or just looks like one from the art style, but if it was, yeah, looks cool. Only did chapter one. Tis not. Tis not. But I mean, it's, it's a team within Square Enix that does like, normally slightly yeah no, no, no. but it's a square oh, it's definitely not yeah, 100% yeah. Not. is is it the same team though that no it's not it's the same team as bravely default games yeah but not the same team as um i'm Setsune and stuff mm. that's yeah no Tokyo i think something something, something. Sure it's a different it's like tokyo rpg factory yeah that's the one you got it <laughs> sounds right so yeah there's there's a bunch of games um most of those i'm quite i'm at least familiar with there's a couple decks i don't know what that is i don't um, know rocket fist death in taxes i don't know that either um i, I don't know mad carnage oh no i don't know that one moon hunters what is that i don't know but yeah most of these i mean these are a bunch of classics yeah for sure mm -hmm. um so there you go. There's a bunch of games. All right. And that's it from the comments for our videos. And now we get into what always feels like, wow, we just moved through it so fast. And then I look at the timestamps and the amount of time we spend on Q&A is literally the same amount of time as the whole rest of the podcast yeah. before. Yes. Like, yeah. Just because of so many questions. So um, here we go. YouTube is community. Good. It is good. It's very fun. That's um, what the show's for. That's why it's called directly <laughs> to you. Literally. <laughs> uh, yep. So Ian Pittman asks, was Parker right about an indie direct after the Game Awards? Yes. Yes, he was. It's true. It's true. He was. We did it, team. Good job. Yeah, I was, that was fun. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's fun for happened. me to I was be like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I had either a 100% or a 0% chance of being right. And so, like, you know, true. which I know that's not how percentages work until mm -hmm. after the fact, but uh -huh. mm -hmm. it was fun that it was the 100%. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, Gofish Goldfish said, "Hey guys, thanks for the vids this week. Do you consider Bayonetta two a Christmas game?" Uh, this is a diehard thing. <laughs> yeah, right. It is. I've not played Bayonetta two. All I know of it that references this in this context is I know, like in the opening cutscene, she's like coming out of a toy store or something like that. Is it around well, Christmas? Not, I don't think it's a toy store. <laughs> she just oh, has, she has a bunch of crap. She, gotcha. she went shopping, you know? Okay, she, yeah. She Why did treat, I think Toy Store? Treat yourself. Treat yourself 2020. It, it was colorful boxes. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. So, yes, 100% Christmas game. I thought it all along. I Before it even came out, I was like, you know what would be a great Christmas game? Bayonetta a sequel to Bayonetta. <laughs> that would make a perfect <laughs> Christmas game. Um, Cody Simpson, what do you want to see for Nintendo's 2021 plans? um i want i want to see them just written out just, <laughs> just right there on, on paper no i want <laughs> i want it on like their freaking like 
E3 leak documents. Like that's what I want. <laughs> I want it to like actually be their actual real plans, oh, but on one of those documents, so nobody believes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like the 4chan leak before the Switch came out, where it's like people saw Arms on there, and they're like, "That's fake. They're not gonna have a game called Arms." And then it was real. <laughs> they real. literally just had everything on that freaking thing. Um, but it wasn't like it wasn't on when it was like fake. Yeah. You know, like documents that's like made up to look super official it was mm-hmm. just listed my favorite of those i like e3 2018 i think it was where Freaking there was yoshi's flipping world yeah yeah, yeah. Lo- yoshi's flipping island or something like yeah, that it was so stupid that whole thing like i think it was that same document that like had just a bunch that at first glance you're like yeah i mean this i guess like this kind of thing could happen and then i remember um alex from nintendo life put out a video of him just reading through it and pointing out some of the discrepancies that like (laughs) as you look closely at it it's super obvious that like there's seven exclamation marks at the end of punch out the new fighter or something like that and like this other thing you know bunch yeah just stuff that they would not do that because like I don't want to get in the weeds, but like even <laughs> when fun. we the, like when there's emails about games and stuff from them, they freaking put the trademark and the the rights reserve signs and all, like they're they're not gonna have like discrepancies like that in, yeah. in a document like that. No way. Uh, but yeah, what do you want to see from Nintendo's twenty twenty one plans? Like I'll, one or two things. Ice climbers. I want a good ice climbers game. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna happen, but I want it, and I want. The Pokemon Gen 4 remakes mm-hmm. and the Sword and Shield engine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, some of the ones for me are obvious, so I'm not going to say those ones. But uh, <laughs> done. I mean, yeah, like Golden Sun, Breath of the Wild 2, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, uh, Star Fox something, Star yeah. Fox, I think would be cool. Like, I'd like to see the return of some IP that's not a mario sports game unless Mm -hmm. well that's not mario golf like i'm not that i don't want to see mario golf but like mario golf doesn't count as a return of an ip yeah because we got one so a return of a slightly dormant ip is what i would like to see Mm -hmm. um yeah there it is steve (laughs) (laughs) what if we just got a nintendo developed steve game yeah, that'd be wild, dude. Yep, it's just a platformer for no good reason. Um, so yeah, that's it. I think that's the main thing for me. It's just return of some IP. <laughs> Did we have any? I'm trying to think, like 2020 or 20, yeah, 2020. What do you mean? Any new IP? Any like dormant IPs or whatever that came back? Paper Mario. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it, I guess maybe Paper Mario wouldn't quite be dormant since it was on the Wii U and like it's technically true. been on everything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, I think we weren't positive after Color Splash and Sticker Star if it was coming back. So that was definitely a surprise in that regard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Clubhouse technically counts because yeah, there's only been true. one other one. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Pikmin um, 3. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so. Okay, cool. Um, this is Oscar said, give us a good scream for the podcast. Uh, does Steve count? I said, Steve! <laughs> Maybe so. And maybe, it, I'm curious the context of this because it could mean any kind of things. It could also mean like scream in context of like metal music and stuff. And if that's the case, not, not right now. <laughs> we don't got the, 
the compression and limiters for that. <laughs> and I'm not warmed up at all. But you know what? You know, Sometimes I'm still working on music very, very slowly. So that's a fun thing. Um, one of which one of our subscribers knows about. So that's fun. Um, cool, cool says, assuming Nintendo celebrates the Zelda anniversary the way, the same way they did with Mario, what three in one collection do you see coming? What would be ported with added content? And what would the toy be? Yo, a toy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, toy. Crossbow training, something. I feel oh, like that's, <laughs> that's the something, you know? With oh, okay. Freaking... Hang on, hang on. It's mm-hmm. it's a crossbow and it has something that holds this. It's it's a terrible idea. Like, don't do this. It's but like it holds the, the Switch screen on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. it's like the freaking the Wii U zapper. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess. Did but you, it's that... wait, you didn't see that? The freaking the concept trailer with the Wii U and like the, they had the Wii U t- the, like gamepad and that gun and it like they pointed at it's Miyamoto's exactly Wii and he's like, oh. <laughs> like, I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking. So yes, that crossbow mm. training with that somehow, you know, do, 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 do. probably, I mean, maybe with like an AR camera on there to do something with the room as well, or not with an AR camera. And it's just like, you know, the gyro from the thing showing whatever's on the screen. Um, that's the toy. Uh, I want a game. Well, for the collection, they, I guess they would just do the same thing. Like mm-hmm. they would do freaking like Ocarina of the Time, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, Wind Waker and, and Twilight Princess. Yeah, probably. I feel like that would be the safe bet for sure because that's like the three pinnacle like, 3D ones or whatever, even yeah. though. And yeah. like, but like Zelda is very different from Mario in the sense that Zelda almost always had multiple iterations on every console but the SNES. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and Wii U, but but right. even Wii U kind of because it got the ports. So yeah. And then what would be ported? I think Skyward Sword. Yeah, is the yeah. is the easy answer there. Yes. Skyward Sword would be the 3D world equivalent. Mm-hmm. I do. I still hope in a couple of years we get um, Oracle of Seasons and Ages and stuff, and like maybe you know a double pack with those. That would be cool. Maybe they even I mean, throw in before. Well, they didn't do anything to them, hmm. but they put it on 3ds. Yeah, but I mean, I'm thinking like, yeah, the like a you remake, know, like a yeah, Link's like Awakening a, sort yeah, of styling yeah. to it. Link to the past, like Link Wake, Link's Awake, Link Awakening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've said before too, it would be cool. I still like in the back of my mind, I want to make a video about this, but I don't know if I have enough ideas because I haven't played the original game. But the like Zelda two concepts that would be oh, fun yeah, to yeah, see yeah, yeah. in breath of the wild too something like mm. that because like yeah well, Zelda... it's on the it's on the Nintendo i know i just need to do it i played like 20 minutes of it one time and i was like <laughs> i'll do this later <laughs> but i don't know like that would just be fun because the obviously breath of the wild is heavily inspired by the concepts of zelda one so especially if zelda if breath of the wild 2 is very dungeon based if there's like lots of concepts from zelda 2 that is also very dungeon based some of that that's what i'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. moving along mara winter says not gaming related but if you celebrate christmas what's your favorite christmas song also what's on your wish list any games 
I do celebrate Christmas, and I don't know. I think like Christmas music for me is very like it's there, you know. <laughs> you know, like there's people that are like freaking hype for Christmas music, and then there's people that hate Christmas yep. music, and then there's people that tolerate Christmas music. I'm right there, you know. <laughs> Where it's like I'm not against. Christmas music, but I'm not like, yo, I need to listen to the freaking. Yeah. Jay it's Bro. hard to say. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> like... crank up some jingle bells. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to say too with Christmas music because there's so many uh, iterations like, yeah, of exactly. every single yep. song that, like, if I say, like, man, I really like Oh Holy Night, then, like, you'll be like, oh, you really like Oh Holy Night, the stars like, 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 like some dumb version or something, you know? But, like, at the same time, there's also really good versions of it and that, that whole thing. So, like, it's hard to say because, like, they, the melodies as they are is just melodies and the lyrics are just melodies, they're just lyrics. So, like, you know, Little Drummer Boy has some really silly lyrics in there. So I don't know if that could ever make the top of my list, even the best versions of it. But, um, but yeah, so it's it's hard to say because for that reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say Okamoka Emanuel. Um, I'm, I mean, as far as Christmas stuff goes, I'm more of a fan of like the like more hymny kinds of carol-y stuff rather than like, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town. Right here and ran those. Yeah. Rudolph Dorendo's reindeer. Oh. Uh, also, though, I will say, um, a couple years ago at our at our office Christmas party, um, a couple people we we played some Christmas songs and it was fun. And we did a version of Sleigh Ride that I still think I'm like I need I want to record this because <laughs> it was like it was like a halftime version that felt like super groovy i feel it was like <laughs> instead of like it's like and i was like this is fun so sometime <laughs> this is, this is a jam <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was good um any games on your wish list aj no <laughs> don't get me games ever <laughs> i got pikmin 3 that's on mine and that's pretty much it as far as games. Like, I mean, it's possible that Ashley will find something that she's like, oh, maybe we probably really like this game. But like, I don't know, maybe not at the same time. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, from Twitter, questions from Twitter. Duncan sure. said, happy holidays, boys. Do y'all mm-hmm. have any memories or sh- <laughs> any movies or shows that you traditionally watch around this time of year? If so, is there a story behind why? Yes. I I mean it it changed for me after my niece was born because mm, at yeah. that point it's just like whatever she wants to watch. <laughs> like, um. So are no, there any no. still? Because she's what nine now. She's she's about to turn ten. But okay. Yeah, she's nine right now. Are there any that have stuck? Because I'm sure some you know like a Mickey Mouse Christmas. Like she's not watching a Mickey Mouse Christmas anymore. But like or maybe I don't know age. I think the one that the, the, like. That always comes on, and it's not it's not anything because I don't watch things, so it's not something I'm like, yo, let's watch yeah. this. But the mm-hmm. the freaking like Rudolph, like the claymation, oh yeah, like that, I think gets turned on all the time, mm-hmm. and it's not because I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mine for sure is 
I might have said this before on here, and I feel like I have, but A Christmas Story. Yo, I still have never seen that. Oh, I have man. never it's, seen that. <laughs> I mean, like, you don't love movies, so, like, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> but um, it's severely underrated, I feel like, in the States, only because... I always hear people talking about it, though. Like, I Yeah, well, the like, thing is, like, it comes on TV all the time. And so, so I have movies that, like me as somebody that doesn't watch movies yeah. whenever i say i never saw it people are like what like, dude, <laughs> how could you not and i'm like it's easy you just don't watch movies right. <laughs> like, it's that yeah. simple but like i don't know i feel like because it comes on people will see bits and pieces of it and like it's one of those that doesn't like individual scenes are like funny but it's like recurring the way that the story is woven together is really good and there's like little subtleties that like i've i've watched that movie every single christmas since i was born except for one year when i was 13 when we moved to belgium and we didn't have the dvd ship in time with a, oh, i thought you know, it was like your, your rebellious stuff. year like, <laughs> i don't like this movie anymore <laughs> no, i'm never gonna do it um no i was still totally into it and i was sad that i didn't get to watch it that year but yeah every year i'll watch it and find like new jokes that i missed the last time around and it's like it's just a well-made movie i guess you know is is the idea but um i don't know that's me it's a fun one my parents also really like it's a wonderful life and i i, I feel it but it's one of those where like i don't know that's that a watching it game. <laughs> <laughs> is it really uh, yes that's so funny it's true oh which harvest moon though the like good one, the one, on... bad one uh is it back when Harvest Moon was the real Harvest Moon or yes. when the IP? Okay, gotcha. It, when was, it was like it's story game, seasons or whatever. It's on the GameCube. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've got and that PlayStation one, 2. And it, I don't know if it's on Xbox. I don't think it's on Xbox. I think it's just PlayStation 2 and it might be on Xbox. I don't know. Why did I think that was like a Nintendo exclusive franchise back in the day? That's weird. I mean, maybe just Animal Crossing Harvest Moon, like in my I mind. Think it, like, I think it was like a launch exclusive. Because oh. I do remember my, I had it on GameCube and it said only for GameCube, but it's <laughs> also on PlayStation 2. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, that's the story behind it. A Christmas. Well, the real story behind A Christmas Story, I think, is that my parents went to, there was a movie theater that was doing a double showing when they were dating of It's a Wonderful Life and A Christmas Story. And they watched both of those back to back. And then those just became like their Christmas tradition movies. So mm-hmm. um, the one that stuck with me more of the two was a Christmas story, but honestly, there's a bunch of really good Christmas movies. Yeah. Like it's the player's choice version even has the only for game. Oh, interesting. But movie. is it still on PS2? Like it came out yeah. for it afterwards. Yep. Weird. Very strange. Um, next question this is from Falcon who said, AJ, did this happen to you growing up? And it was, it had a GIF and it was December birthdays and December Christmas or something like that. Uh, yeah, like, I see it. Something. No, it did not. <laughs> it's a black bear fusing with a polar bear, Christmas gift, birthday gift, and they fuse like the Dragon Ball Z fusion and then it's a panda that says one gift. No, <laughs> I was the entire opposite of that. Um, because like my family is like they're big on both, so it's like, no, we're not, we're not freaking skimping on birthdays or Christmas, and it's not your fault you were born near Christmas, so <laughs> you get both. <laughs> so like that would be like my my play to get like the other Pokemon game, you know? Mm. Like if I got one, I bl- I would hit up my aunt and be like, yo, and this one, <laughs> I would get that for my birthday. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, my my grandma's birthday. The I only know so I know two people whose birthdays are on Christmas. Uh, my grandma 
and my sister's ex-boyfriend and she was they were super poor so i don't think they would have gotten any gifts many gifts anyway growing up so i don't think that changed anything for her and then my sister's ex-boyfriend was norwegian and they only did like one gift each anyway so he would just get two gifts instead so i was like yeah that's definitely different for me where we're like we're spending three hours giving gifts to everybody or whatever <laughs> like uh so the only thing that. that sucks and this is just a northeastern thing i mean mm-hmm. more places in the united states and other countries and stuff too i guess <laughs> uh but because it snows where i grew up it, yep. the, that's the only thing that sucks about having my birthday near christmas literally yep. the only thing because like i don't want to spend money and do stuff and it's snowing nobody wants to go anywhere when it's snowing dude mm-hmm. and it's like that's the only thing that sucks yeah i mean and even that like the snowing and probably also the fact that like I don't know. Christmas feels like maybe a more cozy time. So it makes people a little more complacent to going places. Cause they're like, I don't know. I'm just hanging out, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. maybe yeah. not. I don't know. It's your experience. Not mine. I, I think it's more, at least I was told as a uh-huh. child, it's like, it's snow outside. Did you see all the snow? Moving on to discord questions. We've got a very, very long one from John Francis. And here we go with it. Um, he said, I left 30 indie games in I've played on Parker's vid. I also downloaded Immortals Phoenix Rising because Parker said, if I like Breath of the Wild, I would like Immortals. Here are some thoughts, questions, etc. Number one, have you, Parker and AJ, played any of the games that I left on Parker's vid? Uh, yes, several of them. But like, <laughs> I don't know if we have time to run through all of them. Like, <laughs> I played this one. I didn't play this one. I played uh, it. <laughs> you know. But, but yes. I mean, all in all, good list. Seems seems like many recommended games and a couple I haven't heard of. So good good stuff. Uh, number two, I only played a bit of a metal, a bit of Immortals so far, but eh, it wasn't for me. Besides the thoughts in the Immortals review, what about Immortals made you think Breath of the Wild? The structure of the game is very Breath of the Wild, um, mm-hmm. and it, it 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 just it a lot in a lot of ways it feels less so like it's. Uh, trying to be a carbon copy and more so a response mm-hmm. to Breath of the yep. Wild. I totally um, and that like that to me it makes sense yep. that like if you played it and you're like mm-hmm. I don't like it because it very much so depends on the parts of Breath of the Wild that you liked um, and that resonated with you because like I love Breath of the Wild but freaking 250 some hours yep. in Breath of the Wild or whatever and I didn't really like Immortals Phoenix Rising that much either it's fine mm-hmm. you know um, but it wasn't my thing because what I like most about Breath of the Wild is missing from that game. Yeah, yeah no, totally. I think uh, I had thought of a really eloquent way of saying it a second ago and it fizzled away. But pretty much like as soon as in Immortals I jumped, I was like, okay, this is a different kind of game. Because like, it already <laughs> yeah. felt like, and whereas in Breath of the Wild, it's like, you can do a tiny little hop and stuff like that. Where this game, it was like, it was a big jump. And so like, immediately already i was like this is just going to be and then again also as soon as i looked for ingredients and found the same thing several yep. places and it was like salmon and mushroom and like there's yeah only the a couple health ingredients. is just specifically the pomegranates, pomegranates and, and the stamina is specifically yep. just the mushrooms and- so it's helped me a lot to not think of it as as being like a breath of the wild in other than in just like you know there's just stuff to do all around and there's you know different 
those kinds of, and like the mechanics, obviously there's a lot of very similar kinds of things like climbing and like being able to magnesis stuff and all those things. But the less I compare it specifically to Breath of the Wild, the more I enjoy it, I think. Um, because yeah, if I were thinking about all the things that it's missing, quote unquote, then I would be sad. Um, but instead, it's just doing things different, which I enjoy, but also I can definitely see how even for all its similarities, if the things, like AJ said, if the things that you like are the things that happen to be different than that, you know, might not hold up for everybody. Makes sense. Um, number three, what in Age of Calamity should be referenced slash brought back for Breath of the Wild 2? In my opinion, the biggest answer to me was the weapon upgrade system. That's a tricky one to say because uh, as far as the weapon upgrade system, because it without knowing things it could break the game and yeah. be really unbalanced really easily but maybe not you know but like the fact that you can find weapons everywhere means that it's better to have a limited quantity and not be able to just like because otherwise in breath of the wild you could just kind of go around and just grind boko clubs and just level all of them up into one super boko club and really early on be way stronger <laughs> than you should be so like i don't know if that's good you know but yeah, um, no I, I like the, the weapon i like how weapons work in breath of the wild um i think the the way that they could improve the loop and make people complain less is if there was some form of crafting mm-hmm. um but yeah. even that i think that that should feel earned it shouldn't just be this thing of like yeah. it shouldn't be like a consolation prize where it's like well we're sorry we put weapon you know degradation yeah, right. in this game. i don't think it should be that it should be part of the gameplay loop mm-hmm. um because weapon degradation makes sense Yep. It's like, I wish that things in the real life didn't break. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's uh, funny. Otherwise, I, the- I guess the, I don't know. I didn't play enough of, of freaking Age of Calamity yet. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I haven't either. And today, for a little while before the, like right before the podcast, we were looking after uh, Asher and Nora, Chris and Steph's kids. And um, they're playing through uh, Age of Calamity on my profile, but on their Switch. And so they've got, I think they just unlocked Hestu, um, which is pretty early on, I think. But not, but I still haven't made it quite to there. And so Asher asked me, he's like, have you unlocked Hestu? And I said, no, not yet. And he was like, oh, when we go back to your, to your house, I should I should show you some stuff and, and show you how to play the game. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, all right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's not at all offensive." And I was like, mm, "I think I'm good. I mean, I've got it. I just haven't played it a lot." So, <laughs> but I was like, and like I understand how you know a kid would would think that. And also, there's so many things that like he'll ask. He's gotten super into Pokemon recently, like super into Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked yeah. about that a little bit. And so but he'll always ask these questions where he knows the answer and it's- We're missing like, the Nintendo Direct, dude. Oh, yeah, that's right now. I forgot about that. The Miyamoto's um, walking around. Uh, <laughs> is he? But, oh. Yes. Okay. He's inside Let's... the Mario Kart castle. <laughs> okay, we'll live react to that in between some things a little bit. Um, okay, who's screen sharing it? <laughs> you go for it. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I need to pull up. Where is it? <laughs> okay, wait, there we go. I got it. Uh, share screen. Bam, that one. Okay, there can everybody see? Uh, yeah, we I can see it. can't hear, though. That's true. I mean, we'll, you know, we'll partly react to it unless there's, if there's not anything. It's a Japanese anyway. He's just talking. Yeah. <laughs> we saw this. This is in a lot of the, like, pre-release, like, stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, it looks awesome. Like, it looks yeah, Super it look, Mario, it's, you know? It, yeah, it's crazy how, I mean, like, accidentally much it looks like Mario. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't look, like, out of place in a weird way. Right, yeah. Like, even yeah. though those are very, like, unnatural colors, it looks like it fits in the real mm-hmm. world still. Yeah. So we're looking, Miyamoto's walking around and showing. His hair's getting great, man. He's... He's going to get old one day. <laughs> he is old. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's got such a huge watch. Oh, I guess he's wearing a watch that I'm narrating for the audio people. Um, mm-hmm. He's next to a question block, and he's got a watch kind of thing on that I think is a thing. It's the power-up band, which oh, I guess tracks it's, uh, yeah, your true, um, true. It's NFC or something like that. Um, so it's got a big old M on it, and it says you use it I to search for hidden secrets Mario. around the park or to play various activities. Um, it'll record what you do in the park. Oh, it's you scan a QR code on the back. I, hmm. And you link hmm. it up with your smartphone. So, oh, I see. So the QR code is just to link it up with your smartphone. Yeah. And then you hit it on the block, and that's cool. What a gentleman. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> that yeah, definitely not in COVID be, times. That thing's probably going to be gross. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's funny, the app that he just showed. Oh, also okay. Looks, I was just about to ask that too, if there's going to be like more than one. Yeah, right. The How app you, that he showed to use on the smartphone also looked very, very um, Super Mario Run-ish, right. like the overworld-ish, which makes sense. I mean, it's Mario, but. I wonder stuff. why they're showing this for the American audience. Because most people I, watching this will never be able to go here. I know. I wonder it too. I mean, I guess if. Yeah, because is this a good time, Japan? It's morning for them, I guess. Yeah, I, Actually, I think yeah. it. I think it very much so is like a a, a shareholder play. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's but, it's eight a.m. for them, so like, yeah, that makes sense. That like, you know, do it in the morning for them and evening time for us. But. It's Bowser, man. How long is this? With the power blocks, I don't, I don't know, dude. It's live. <laughs> All right. So, how do we want to handle the, on the fly? Do we want to? Do we want to watch the whole thing? Or compl- yeah. How long? Oh wait, I think it's like fifteen minutes or something like that. I think they said. But let me see what the. If it does say, then yeah, that would be good to know. Where's the announcement? So right now he's showing something about Pow Blocks, and uh, there's a shell, and he's trying to hit a Pow Block. Oh, what? Is yeah, roughly 15 minutes. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so like he's hitting this pow block thing and it's moving a shell around. And then if he gets the, does it at the right time, then a shell like pops up and hits a different pow block or something. But pretty much like you, the the stuff that's going on in the background um, that like we've all seen, you know, like just the big wall of like, oh, there's a Mario level in mm-hmm. the back of this amusement park seems like at least some of it is part of like interactive games things so like mm-hmm. the shell if you're doing things at the right time it'll move around and it thinks oh this is okay i think we're getting into um 
Oh, this is the underground, the underground level. level. Oh, I thought this was going to be the Mario Kart ride. That'll probably be the last thing, and I'm very excited to see. I what mean, that's it like. looks like a Mario Kart thing because the arrow. Yeah. But... It feels a bit creepy, he says. I mean, yeah, I can see that. I mean, yeah, it definitely looks. This is crazy. I can't even fathom a world where we're about to be able to. I mean, I'm not going to be there, but be in like the Mario world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just insane. I wanted to, dude. I wanted to. Bob still wants to, but I don't know if that's a good (laughs) idea right now. (laughs) Yeah, man. Going all the way to Japan and stuff, probs, probs, Noah. But I'm, I mean, the Nintendo world, whenever it comes to Florida, like 100% yeah. going Flo- there. That's easy. Like, yeah. obviously, obviously that's way easier. <laughs> Bob, um, so uh, audio listeners, yeah, they're still underground. Um, also, we'll put timestamps, I guess. And if you want to skip past this, you can. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to watch the video version. That's so true. Go watch the video go version. Go to the video see what's going on here. and use the timestamp just to go to this part. So a bob bomb exploded, and now wherever Miyamoto's standing is, like, going crazy. And he says he's turned... I've turned small. small. <laughs> what a weird... <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. The box are all... Ble- okay, so he's turned into... Oh, that's interesting. So now he's turned into mini Mario, and so everything's a lot bigger. That's, this is so cool. Um, everything's blown up. Imagine Samus World, like Metroid World. It's true. I wonder how far out we we gotta get because it seems like it's called Super Nintendo World, but yep. it seems like a Mario World for sure. <laughs> Especially this one. I mean, I think it sounds like the one in Florida is still supposed to be way bigger or whatever. Yeah, but like, yeah, this is this is just straight up Mario. Like, other than there were some Pikmin shown in promo art. Mm. Like, literally, what else is there that's not Mario? In One here? Up Factory. What are we making here? <laughs> cool. Some t-shirts, hats, etc. See, when I was eight, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be freaking pestering my parents, being like, I want to get a Mario hat. And I'd be freaking pissed if I didn't get a Mario hat. <laughs> <laughs> but now I can get my own Mario hat. What the heck? What? This is Toko Toko Mario. Mario starts walking around. <laughs> That's so interesting. I want it. <laughs> I want all the things. <laughs> uh, I hope that he's about what to What is go. he eating? I don't know. Oh, this? Oh, it's popcorn. Eating popcorn while walking around might seem ill-mannered, but this is a special popcorn that Universal Studios made. Wait, why would that be (laughs) ill-mannered? Caramel peach mushroom flavor. What's mushroom flavor? Maybe it's like truffle or something. You know, I mean, like Japan, man. They like different stuff. I know. You're so right. <laughs> I mean, they do like, yeah, like shiitake mushrooms or something like that. Yeah. And they, like they, they have like more savory candy than we do. Yeah. Right. Okay. This is, oh, wow. This is definitely the most realistic looking Mario and Luigi I've seen as far as like people wearing costumes and stuff. And it being, you know, like the faces look like they're the right aspect ratio and stuff like that mm-hmm. still looking all janky 
Dad's but it's busy. people in. <laughs> Ooh, Luigi's arms though are like folding too much, but that's besides the point. Who even cares? Wait, who said dad's busy? They said that about him. Miyamoto said that. <laughs> what? Kinioscope Cafe or something? What? You, oh, this is um. Oh, uh, this is like in the. No, this is Mario, and there's like. Oh, a big... you're right. You're right. You're right. I was thinking of like the presents from the sky. I got a ton of coins. What? What do you get from the coins? What? What do the coins? The get? restaurant is run by toads, and there's screens showing toads making food. That's very. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> what? So he just wait. Okay, what's Kinopio? Why do I not know what that is? I don't know. Maybe it means something in Japanese. Eh? Yeah. Or maybe it's like a local, not localized name. Also, Mushroom dishes. That's messed up. <laughs> oh, no. Why does the one on the... There was one that looked a little bit phallic. <laughs> Let's head further inside. Okay. It's weird that they're just eating mushrooms here. I like, very much weird. Agree. I mean, like, <laughs> I understand that, like, mushrooms are so much a thing because mushroom, you know. Yeah, that, I mean, like, Mario, I mean, but we never actually see Mario eat mushrooms, so it's, like, not as yeah. weird, you know? Like, it's and it's not implied that he eats them as much. <laughs> right, as much as he touches them and then absorbs yeah, and their powers. Exactly. They become one. <laughs> yeah. Especially in... So I'm wondering if these are all like they look like mushroom stuff, or if it all really is mushroom. Yeah, like food. Oh wait, here we go. Oh, mushroom burger, super mushroom pizza bowl. What? Yeah, everything's got mushrooms. Was there a strawberry? There was a strawberry, and there were <laughs> mushrooms on the side. Yeah, that seems like. I mean, I know y'all are going all out to you know make it to, make sense to, but that seems like a weird take yeah and gross us <laughs> in the world yeah especially because they didn't look like good mushrooms like i'm not a huge fan <laughs> of mushrooms in general to be perfectly honest but like i'm i'm fine with like um i don't know like sauteed i'm not spending 25 dollars to eat this mushroom pizza dude <laughs> this is freaking universal studios you're uh, they're going and paying 37 dollars for for freaking Mario question blog cake or whatever. <laughs> like, yep. Okay, he said there's more fun stuff that you can discover, which makes it sound like it's. I'm sure the last thing that they'll show, because this sounds like like we're finishing up. I'm sure they'll mm. do one more thing and probably be. Um, there are plans to ride another countries. Yeah, yeah, there are people can visit in the future. <laughs> Twenty seventy five. Mm-hmm. Hollywood, California, and Orlando, Florida, Singapore in Asia, and Super Nintendo World, blah, 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 blah. It's going to happen, he says. My favorite is in Japan before they open. We hope you'll come visit. visit Super Nintendo World here in Japan. I want to. Um, you guys going to buy me some tickets and make COVID stop happening? Yeah. Bowser's Castle. Let's do this thing. We gotta figure it out. Mario Kart Kids Challenge. Team Bowser is ready to race. Nintendo and Universal Studios collaborated to create it. I am very excited to see what this looks like because I've been very curious. Just like, took six, six years, years to develop 
Man, that's before the Switch. Yeah, honestly, like obviously Mario has a ton of staying power no matter what. But like the fact that all this was starting in motion before the switch was yeah even. before nintendo was like back yeah know? right like, this was like a wii u era <laughs> yeah decision. that's crazy i mean and that's why it sounds like um the orlando florida one i didn't mean to say both the orlando one um went from being a small part of the park to buying their own park like i'm sure some of that was like oh nintendo's doing great right now mm-hmm. like let's go ahead and do more you know like probably they scrapped the smaller plans to make bigger plans instead um but yeah i, the fact one of those. <laughs> I know those cups oh this trophy for the race exclusive to universe i wonder if the next mario kart game somehow ties back to these and there's mm. like universal races you know what i mean like something um i mean maybe like other rides like with the movie tie in yeah oh yeah okay here we go we're oh we're seeing at the ride I mean, they look like Mario Karts, that's for sure. I saw this before. This is in like a Verge article or something. So you wear an AR headset. I've seen a couple of screenshots, but not much. What? We can <laughs> so see a ride. <laughs> there's a lot more to show that we didn't show today. They didn't show it to us. Oh, my goodness. All right. That seems like the end. Yep. It's done. What a tease. Boo, no smash announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they specifically had to say we will not. Yeah, be we're not talking about games, games here. Like we're not talking about wow, games. Wow, we're that bad, aren't we? <laughs> um, uh, where the heck is oh wait, never mind. I forgot I gotta freaking press the thing at the thing. Well, that was it. I hope everybody enjoyed us reacting to not a ton happening on there. But, I mean, it looks cool. It's fun The understanding better the ways that we can interact with stuff. That's neat um, because I, in the past, I just didn't really know what that meant. I still don't know what those coins mean. Other yeah, than, I still like, don't know what they do. You get a bunch of coins. So, Are they gold coins for my maybe. Nintendo? <laughs> I mean, that would be cool if so. Like, you know, that's... But I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, exactly. You could pretty easily. uh, Yeah, you can like those or something. Yeah, because you can like make your money back (laughs) for going Uh, to Universal. Maybe there's like a limit per day or something like that. Like, you know, you could do each item block once. And at that point, maybe you could make up to $5 worth of gold coins or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But if your ticket, you know, essentially like covers the chances of that, then. something we shall see we shall see um all right getting back to the questions i guess Uh, (laughs) (laughs) very sharp turn going back in but we were going over john francis's questions uh the last Mm -hmm. thing we were saying was what in age of calamity should be referenced slash brought back for breath of the wild 2 i again haven't finished the game um long story short i think uh story stuff just in general like there being an emphasis on that, I think would be nice to have yeah, as a little bit more of the gameplay. Exactly. I, I, I would rather them take the story out <laughs> than, than for that to happen. Yep. Very much agreed on that front. So, but it would be, it would just be cool if there was more, not even necessarily like story in terms of like a linear thing, but just lore, like yeah. obvious. I mean, there's so much lore in Breath of the Wild, but like, um, just a little bit more overt stuff as well. And like, right. maybe just make it optional side things like the memories were or something, but 
I don't know. Mm. I just like that idea. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm down. Um, number four, gonna watch the Let's Predict 2021 of of Nintendo y'all did. But what is one dream game you wish you could you wish would come to Nintendo Switch? And what's one game you want more in info on? In before Parker says Hollow Knight. <laughs> um, so there's this game called Hollow Knight Silk. <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very true. But good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, the dream game, that's that's a hundred percent it. Like Pokemon, but doing all the things that we wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the one. Um I don't know. Dream game to come to Nintendo Switch. I, there's a lot of I just want whatever new games are coming out, you know. Metro Prime Four, like those would be cool to find out more about, et cetera, et cetera. But like, I'm I'm just cool, just excited to see what ends up happening. Mm-hmm. Same. So like, I don't think there's any games. I guess what I'm trying to say, they're like on other platforms that I'm like, oh, I just really want this one to come over, because otherwise. And like, also like what we talked about, like new games and like dormant IP and stuff like that. Yeah, hundred percent. And number five, Nintendo calls you both and says, we have some money. We have the tech gentleman from Fanatics 4. We want you to design our new Switch Pro. Spec it out in as much detail as you can. How big? What does the UI look like? What features? What gets cut from the Switch as it is now? Do you keep the ability to go from home to the portable or do you design three Switches? One portable, one home, and one actual Switch. They also throw in dedicated servers for online and ask for your help in improving online. What do you do? Um, uh, go to questionable exactly. takes. Is it up? <laughs> I don't think it's up yet, is it? Oh, yeah. He say, I don't know, man. <laughs> Ask Max. But <laughs> we talked about this with Bob and Max from yep. Lupots and also questionable takes. So you'll see the answer whenever that goes up. You sure will. Which, I mean, that's a little bit more over the top and silly than yeah. the answer we'd but, probably I mean, we probably give right now, but it's way about, more fun. We, we kind of exactly. also talked about yes. like the yeah, realistic exactly. thing that we want too. And we always talk about the realistic thing that we want mm-hmm. in the videos. So like, so it's like an amalgamation of all of those things. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to hear us talk for like over an hour about exactly that question, John Francis, go listen to that when it's out. It'll be great. You know, it's true. It's true. Thing. Um, and then finishes by saying, I want to toss this edit on here because in Parker's video on Immortals, at the end, he said something that struck home with me. Immortals does certain things that quote unquote fix Breath of the Wild, but it doesn't feel right, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, yes. That's the same thing. That's how I feel about the game. Because yeah. it's like- I, I think it just that- reverts back to defaults is a lot yeah. of it, you know? Yeah, and I don't like that. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel the, the, the people that's like, but- I like Zelda the way that it was. I want the. I didn't want that. <laughs> like yeah. I, I like Zelda fine then, but Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild is like the first Zelda game that I love. You know, mm-hmm. like Wind Waker's cool. I really like it a lot, but there's like stuff that I don't like in it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's really anything in Breath of the Wild that is like a sticking point for me. That's like I don't like this part of the game. You know, like even mm-hmm. the inconveniences I loved because it made the game's world mean more you know like mm-hmm. even the thing yeah. like oh i can't climb up the wall because it's slippery and crap it's like i love that crap <laughs> yeah. like, no, it makes totally sense right? yeah no i i definitely and like it also felt rewarding to like you could figure out ways to climb at least a little bit better in the rain yeah. than if you 
just didn't think about it at all. Like, mm-hmm. you know, climb twice, hop, slide down, climb twice, right. hop, something like that, whatever it, it was. It made it a puzzle. It's a puzzle. Climbing, exactly. Yeah. And like, so it's up. still not as good as regular climbing, but it feels rewarding to do that. Like, yeah, those are things that like realistic nuisances. There's such a fine line because there are things where it's like, I know some people, I think you said this about Red Dead Redemption 2 as well, where there are some things where it's like, it's so realistic that it's like, but it's a game at the same yeah, time. So like, yeah. I don't really want, you know, su- that, such and, and such happen. Even, but it doesn't even necessarily, like for me, a lot of the stuff in Breath of the Wild that I say to myself, that makes sense. In reality, it doesn't make sense. Right. Like, in like cartoon logic, it makes sense is yes. what I'm saying. Right. So like stuff like, oh, like, the the lightning hitting you like freaking coming mm-hmm. down from the sky and you throwing your sword at somebody and that like that, <laughs> that's not gonna happen in real life right. but within this game's world and the like the the logic that they set up yep. it makes sense not yep. a lot of games have logic on that mm-hmm. level yeah. so that's the the thing that i like about breath of life agreed good questions John Francis, thank you very much. Uh, moving along, Pat Green, Poopsmith, says, do you think one reason a game like Mario All-Stars went the limited release path is because Nintendo fears people would buy the retro titles instead of their newer titles? Are they afraid of the power of their own backlog? Random shower thought, I guess. Happy holidays, fanatics, pals. Thanks, happy holidays, my guy. Um, um No. <laughs> I, I mean, no. I totally feel you there at the same time. Like, I, I think it's the ahead. opposite almost, where I, I think they want to keep the value of their, their back catalog. That's what they want. They don't want mm-hmm. like, that to be diluted because people have this. And I mean, it's still going to be the case, even with the limited release thing and blah, blah, blah. But like, people have this thing of like, this game's $60, but it's X amount of years right. old. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. for them. And just realistically, that's not how value works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and like they want to do all the, like everything in their power to keep the value of their IP as high as possible. Mm-hmm. I think there's, it's a yes and no, because I think no in this case, but I think that is still the reason that they wouldn't um, be like, all right, you know what? We're going to do N64 games, but we're just going to release them all for, you know, $20 a piece or whatever, $15 a piece, $10, whatever, on the regular eShop along with other things. Like, I feel like they wouldn't want to do that for that reason because then it would make it like for at least a couple weeks, the whole eShop would just be like, you know, Mario 64 would be living up there for a while and stuff like yeah, that. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> I think in in bulk, they wouldn't want to do that is what I think, especially if it were like all of their, you know, like because their I, whole I, virtual I, console. Especially like with that specific example, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the people that would buy the N64 games, are there's not enough of those people to keep it there. Like it'll be there. Like they'll get it at number one, but it's not mm-hmm. going to stay at number one because these games are only like as high as they are because they're in the memory of people. Mm-hmm. But like, as we've seen with all the games, yeah. when they are like this thing of like, here it is on this library, we can play it whenever. They're not as good as we remember they are. <laughs> so it's like, they can't compete with the newer games. That's why it's like, it's it's almost the opposite because it, 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 it like, they're on this pedestal because you can't just play them whenever, mm-hmm. you know, like they're not that accessible. Yeah. No, I mean, that was, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that definitely makes sense. I, I feel like there's some element of truth to that, but it's also dwindling more and more over time as there's, 
a stronger pre-existing library. Like if they were to do that at launch, that would have been worse because then some of the not Breath of the Wilds would have never seen the light of day or whatever because people would be like, yeah, sure, I'll buy a Switch and then play. I mean, I don't know if this is the exact same. Yeah, I, I, I heard a lot of people saying that before. Like that was the argument for like almost for Nintendo where it's like, well, if they did that, I don't agree with that. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I think that people put too much value into these games. I think that they're great games and, and everything like that. But I, mm-hmm. I still think even from indie devs, the newest uh, thing from them, if it's good, it will sell, period. Yeah. Like Because people could still if that that's how good they are like people would have just bought wii u and that right yeah wii yeah u. and the only games that sold would be virtual consoles on <laughs> virtual console games on wii u because n64 was on that snes was on that like all these consoles yeah. that people were like oh that's why they're not here because it would compete with indie <laughs> but no yeah. i th- i think it's almost like the complete opposite of that of them being like this isn't as profitable as we want it to be they don't want to see ukulele doing better than super mario 64 maybe or something like that no like- not even that <laughs> i just think that it's just they they they're not maximizing with the potential of that library where they're like mm-hmm. if they if they drip feed it out they can make more money Mm-hmm. because that's exciting but yeah. if all of it is available all at once it's not exciting anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean because i guess really the thing is in the for the most part they're not thinking about like i i think yeah they're they're thinking about like the online service first and foremost and like how can we build this out into being something worth more money and better and stuff and like oh the games that's a good way of doing that as yeah. opposed to thinking about like these games like where's the options of places that we could put them or something i guess mm-hmm. um yeah, no, I mean, so that makes sense. So as far as the like time, limited release thing, I think it's- a, I can't say, cause I don't even know if it's actually a limited release. Right. In the way that I think we'll have to see on, Mar- on March 31st. <laughs> on March 31st, we'll see what happens and if they come out elsewhere or something like that. But I do think like, that is one of the things that Doug Bowser did answer in the interview was people were like, how come you did the, you know, will we still be able to get these games after March 31st? And he was like, we thought that it was important for this to make it a limited time release. And I think there's some truth to that where like, regardless of what their future plans are, I think they were like, eh, but it'll be better if it's limited because then it'll feel more like, here's this thing, whether that's right or not, I feel like there's some intentionality there yeah, um, I, I, i'd agree with that i think that that's that was like the 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 occam's razor explanation mm-hmm. yeah right of <laughs> yeah. it of it definitely being this thing of like yeah th- it's limited because it was for the 35th anniversary mm-hmm. and it's not the 35th anniversary anymore right. at that point you know <laughs> yeah. so yeah i think even if that's not the core reason i'm sure they at some level convince themselves of that as well on nintendo's side so mm. Um, continuing on, Dirk Marco says, after the Game Awards, I crave for a new E3, but after this year, do we still need one, or are those forever gone and over? Also, what's your favorite type of cookie and drink to have? Um, White chocolate macadamia for AJ, and uh, I keep cookies <laughs> for me, as I like to call them. That's true. Uh, drink? I don't know. I just like juice. I like Juice is good. It's literally whenever I'm like over my sister's house or something, or she's like out at the store and she's like, Oh, you want something? I'm like, Juice. And then she's like, What kind of juice? I'm like, I don't care. Just get me juice. <laughs> it's like, I'm just down for juice, man. Juice is great. You know? It's true. Also, um, Kaffa Rep is the name of specifically the IKEA cookies that I like. I think there's multiple okay. kinds of IKEA cookies, but Kaffa Rep. 
pronounced very differently from how I said it is the one. But yeah, juice is good. I um, There's a lot of good apple juice. Like real apple juice is mm-hmm. just so good. Like if it's sure. a little bit sour, like Mott's apple juice and stuff, like it's fine. It exists. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. put it into my face. But like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not like thrilled about it or anything. But like legit apple juice, um, oh man, it's... I don't sure. think there's a lot of better things in this Juice world. Juice tier, dude. <laughs> um, and yeah, I like, I drink soda semi often. Um, but at the yeah, same time, there's I been plenty see- of times where I've been like, you know what? I'm not going to drink soda. And then I'll go for like six months and not drink soda. And mm-hmm. it's super fine. So like, I, I should just not drink soda. <laughs> soda for me is very much so if it's there, sure, I'll drink mm-hmm. it. But I'm not going to like go out of my way to seek it out. Here's the problem for me. The reason, the thing that would, that gets me back into drinking soda for the most part is that when I'm going through a drive-thru, it's more cost effective if I want a burger and fries. Like if I get a combo, I don't want to get a water in that because I feel like yeah, they're you stealing like money lemonade, from you can get That's true. Yeah. That's what I, do. I mean, and usually when I stop drinking soda, I'll also just try to stop drinking sweet drinks in general. But mm-hmm. I mean- but like when I'm like at a restaurant and I don't feel like doing that whole dance of like, do you guys have this? Do you have that? I'm like, yeah, right. Sprite, just give me Sprite. Cause I know. And the, like the, and that also can become annoying because it's like, it's your, it's your Mr. Okay. Boost. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Obviously I want to meet the person that's like, Oh no, uh, I hate that. <laughs> like I hate Sierra Mist. I mean, I'm sure I feel like I've met people. It does, actually. T- it does <laughs> taste different. It does like, taste I, different. I, Sierra Mist is like sweeter. Yeah, uh, but like I don't fizzy, care. I think it is like yeah. I don't care. Like mm-hmm. I just like I'm telling you this because it's like I know that this group of things is I like uh-huh. this. This is fine, and I don't have to ask. Can I have know, lemon this? lime soda? Is that like, <laughs> exactly, like yeah, like <laughs> like uh, yeah, yeah. But other than that, it's like I don't really like care about soda. Yeah, I just get juice, man. Uh, Rock Man, Mega Man. I assume is it Mega Man? Just changed his name. I'm guessing. I don't I know. I don't see the picture profile right picture. Now. Yeah. I'm guessing Mega Man, but if not, you tricked us. Look at you go. Um, I don't have a question, but I just want to wish you both a Merry Christmas and have a safe New Year. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Thanks. You too. Feels like a Mega Man thing, so I'm going with it. Um, I started I started a thing today. Uh, I le- set up my out of office email from work because I'm going to be out of office. This is my first time like ever being. Yeah. No. I feel like this is probably the longest work vacation that I've had that I haven't split it up with some work in it somewhere. And I'm very excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, but my out of office message, I finished it with, uh, have a happy Mary and a Christmas new year. <laughs> and that just feels really silly and fun to me. So that's, that, that was a good time. It's like Jerry, have a happy and healthy. It is. Did he start that? I don't know. It's the first person I heard say it. Because <laughs> now, like, because yeah. he did that, he did that. Yeah, Bob like, to you or whatever. It. It was like having. Ha- oh yeah, that's where we got it from. Which Jared? Oh, he okay. Is. Like he has. Yeah, I mean, his- I got it from you guys. So yeah, I say yeah, it as yeah. well now. So look at that. He got. He got it. It was like he did a cartoon. It was like somebody's grandpa or something <laughs> calling somebody on the answer machine. It's like, yeah, you have a happy and healthy, <laughs> a happy healthy. You know, <laughs> it's like so funny. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I just I got that from. Thought it was a thing. It's true. Um, moving along, Grimhane says, now that Among Us is on Switch and the Epic Games Store and is coming to at least Xbox sometimes in, sometime in 2021, possibly PlayStation as well, can we all just acknowledge it as the best cross-play slash cross-platform game to exist ever? 
I don't know, man. I don't know what the criteria are for that. Yeah, but like, sure, yeah, why not? We'll go for it. Um, also, Grim Hain, on a scale from one to ten, with one being med base scanned and ten being three people saw them invent, how sus is Duncan? Uh, it's a solid eight. Um, well, you have to you have to give that not just in. I mean, he said one to ten, but really he meant in in Among Us. Sus. Like, I got to give a specific thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. Parker explaining how he's not the killer. <laughs> Makes Duncan sus? No, I'm saying that that's how sus it oh, is. Oh, like, oh, oh, I that's see. That's the level yeah, yeah. of sus because okay. it's like, it's like, there's like, it's like 10% believable that you're not, but mostly it's like, yeah. nah, he did it. <laughs> there's definitely, like, there's an element of practice for sure that comes yes. into Among Us where like, knowing the kinds of things to lie about and like, there's a like a map That's in my brain like, when other I, people say I was here and I was here and I was here and I was here. If I'm the imposter, I'm like I, I want to be able to say a place that I wasn't, or like you know what I mean. Like I feel like that could be both effective but also detrimental oh, to for early sure. relationships. Whereas, <laughs> like, I want to see <laughs> like if you're good at lying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, that's interesting. Yeah. So my uh, my sister played. This is before Among Us days, but there's a game called Resistance that it's a tabletop kind of game, but it's like super simple, same kind of idea. There's some chips in the table or in the middle of the table and you have two cards that identify your two roles. And long story short, you have to suss out who the bad guy is um, or who has, which two people have this one bad guy role or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as you're playing it, you... Uh, you know, people are lying and some people are telling the truth and all that kind of stuff. And my sister was playing it with her boyfriend and he was like, he was like, no, seriously, like, trust me. Like, don't vote against me. Trust me. I, I'm not, I'm not the guy. You got to trust me. And she was like, I trust you. I do trust you. Like putting a relationship on the line. And then he was the bad guy. And then it was like, she was like, I can't believe you lied to me. He's like, dude, that's the game. And she's like, I thought you were like really telling me. He's like, I don't know. It was the game. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Which like, I feel that. And that's why in those games, like, I'll, I can't like put, you know, that kind of credibility online. Cause like, that's, yeah, that's, that's a lot, you know? See, but that's the thing. It's like, you only know that if you know how to play the game. So if it's like your yep. first, like if I would have mm-hmm. been shocked if you were good <laughs> at lying, I would have, it would have blew my mind. I would have never looked at you the yeah. same. But I was like, oh, that checks out. Yeah, that's very Parker <laughs> to be bad at this. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yep. I mean, uh, knowing like, I mean, also you just don't know all the things straight away. Knowing yeah. like, oh, what task are you doing? Uh, what even are my first round? Well, my first round, I died immediately. Second round, y'all were like, I don't know, Parker wasn't doing any tasks. And I'm like, I don't even know how, what tasks, what to, why, huh? And, um, you know, but I wasn't. But that's all, that's, that was when it was like, yeah. Because you're like, I was doing, I was an admin, I swiped the cutlery, and I'm like, not nah, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So there we go. Uh, Grim Hank finishes by saying, what is the best way to cook a steak? Uh, Make someone else do it. (laughs) True, true. But I don't know that I've ever cooked a steak, to be honest. Uh, well, that doesn't surprise me because you were like uh, the chicken thing. Yeah. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever figure out chicken? Oh, I, I did get a lot better at chicken. Um, okay. <laughs> big secret. 
it to, for doing it on the stove at least is lid. That was a big deal. I do it at a lower temperature. That yeah. was a big thing. I mean, that's also usually the the thing Steak, yeah. you know like just generally like if, i am if, very good at burgers if, if though, your problem so is like fun. oh this is dry it's probably because like <laughs> you, yeah. got, you gotta freaking put a lid on it and also <laughs> lower the temperature <laughs> so i've gotten better at the there was something else i made recently that i got better at and i don't remember what it was asparagus i really like like kind of grilled ish asparagus that's real good there it is. Best way to cook steak? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't done it, so. There it is. Cha-ching. Uh, last question, and then then that's the end of this one. Sorry, he says, there's only one right answer to Grimhane's question. Which one? <laughs> Follow on to what type of game? I don't know. <laughs> I guess the steak one, I... Uh, yeah, he asked a, several questions. A grill? Probably is the yeah, right that, answer. I say a grill. Is he talking about like probably like, microwave? Definitely just microwave. Yeah, that for sure, dude. Get just it. Pop it in there. You know, a good four minutes. You know. <laughs> um, follow on to what type of game would 2020 be with its core mechanics? What are you hoping 2021 will bring? Best wishes, guys. Happy holidays. Uh, wait. You said what kind of? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what kind of game do we hope that 2021, 2021 is? will be? Yeah, I'm guessing that's what this is. Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Go to jail? Is that what you said? Oh, man. Yeah, we love going to jail. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what, what kind of game? Um, you know, uh, an RPG. Like, because eventually... Ooh, hear, hear me out. When you grind for a while, it makes it worth it. And... and <laughs> Like you can, okay. you can grind and it happens. Mm -hmm. So like, mm -hmm. you know, we make videos and they're lots of fun and we have people and mm -hmm. it's great, mm -hmm. but YouTube kind of hates us sometimes and that sucks. And yeah. no matter how much we love the people, it's, it's annoying when YouTube hates us. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. hopefully it, like in an RPG, the right, grind will me. reward us with being OP. Me. I'm down. <laughs> That's it, y'all. That's the podcast. We did it. We, we did there. it. AJ and I need to figure out what, because Friday is Christmas next week. So True. we need to figure out what we're doing next week if we even get to have a podcast at all. I don't know. Um, we'll figure that out. But for now, this is what we, we should have did. Oh, wait. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I mean, whatever. I'll mention it here. There's a, a project that we're, that we're doing that'll oh, yeah, be on December 24th. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, but we're talking about doing a slightly altered version of that same thing, maybe. Um, we'll update you guys after the fact if that happens and just putting it up on directly to you. So uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. if we don't have a podcast, we should at least have that. True. We'll see. Yes. There it is. That's what it is. Just like, comment, subscribe, rate on the <laughs> podcast services, tell a friend. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.